0: Welcome to the NFT jungle. I am Emma, a.k.a. Nifty Meta Girl. And in today's episode, we are going to be sharing a Twitter space that was originally held in the Meta Jungle Twitter on February 21st, 2022. As many of you in the NFT space know, Twitter spaces is a major way that we uh, share information, move ideas along, and also communicate with one another. And so if you're new to the space, we highly encourage you to follow Meta Jungle and on Twitter and join our spaces and also join many of the other spaces to be able to begin learning about NFTs and making connections with others in the space. Um, And so we're starting a series where we're going to be sharing previous recordings of Twitter spaces that shared information that had been formable for the community and also notable for that time in uh, the NFT history. Um, The following episode is a conversation held between Alpha Trilogy, Paper Thin and nifty metagirl where we really discuss the uh, do's and don'ts of shilling in the space and shilling is a process or a practice of um artists showing that what artwork they have um, and being able and trying to connect with collectors um in this discussion we talked about um how the common practice and how artists should go about that and the conversation really led to the practice being adopted that the best way um, to share our work is to actually not shill it but share it and so a lot of great ideas are shared within this episode and a lot of common practices evolved from this conversation so we hope that you find this episode educational and one that you can apply to your own practices GM, GM, everybody. It's nice to see folks starting to show up. Hope everybody's doing good this morning. We'll be getting started here in just a second. So happy you guys are here. Good to see some familiar faces out there. Looking forward to our conversation this morning. We'll get the room set up this morning. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Alpha. Nice to see you guys this morning. Oh, by the way, this is Emma, aka Nifty Meta Girl. So good to see everybody out there today. Today we're going to be talking about shilling yourself, the do's and the don'ts, and look at it from a collector's perspective, an artist's perspective. So it's going to be a great conversation this morning. Looking forward to it.
1: Good morning, everybody. Um, It's funny because this morning I decided I had to jot down some notes for this um, so that I have some stuff to cover. And so I started a little note thing, and I was like, oh, here's some do's, you know, some good things to do, and here's some things not to do. And it was kind of interesting because it hit me all of a sudden. Wait a second. This whole thing is really cultural. And so, um, you know, the way – I think people are um, tending to show themselves is definitely very, very much based upon um, their culture and their background and what's acceptable in their culture. And since we're in a space that's completely global, um, we have a mix of all these different cultures and what's acceptable and maybe not acceptable. And it's kind of a, it's a really, it makes it, makes it into a much more interesting um, conversation when you really take that cultural element into, um, into account. And so I would love to definitely love to hear some, um, input from the audience and, uh, Joshua, I'm looking forward to hearing your insights on this, but I think we can just go ahead and, and get started. So, um, if anybody wants to speak, that'd be great. And, um, Joshua, if you have something you want to say um, in advance of that, that'd be fantastic.
2: GM, how are you guys? I I, I didn't know we we're ju- yeah we're jumping right into it. I gotta make sure I finish my cup of coffee. I'm still. Uh... I don't know what's going on this morning. I'm waking up a little bit, but um, I'm happy to be here. Happy, uh, honored to be on the stage with in the presence of the great and almighty Emma. <laughs> and obviously Alpha too. Um, but I think this is a great conversation to have because I think that a lot of people jump into this space and they're just kind of like, including myself when I was new, what do we do? We' just like throw stuff against the wall and see what happens. And it's good to maybe have some people that have, gone through it and maybe experimented and done some things wrong and done some things right and hear them talk about it. And hopefully that helps other newer people not to have to make the same mistakes. And so we're all no one's like above or ahead of anyone. Instead, we're we're moving all together instead of individually.
0: well said joshua totally agree um and happy to have you i know we are jumping right into it this morning so i hope everybody is enjoying their coffee and looking forward to a good conversation i know we've added some speakers up to this stage and so um would someone like to i jeff i know you had reached out um beforehand and said that you had a few questions would you like to kind of start us off on the speaker side of uh conversation
3: Oh, sure. Th- thanks so much, Emma.
0: Hey,
3: Alpha. Hey, Joshua. Hope you guys are doing well today.
0: Good morning. Um,
3: yeah, good morning. I-, I just have a quick question because I'm I'm really new to this space. Uh, I-, I just minted my first few pieces maybe like almost three weeks ago. And um, um, I think that my work is not really for everyone. Because, I mean, um, I think it will only attract a very few people, and and I'm totally okay with that. And the way I've been doing it is, I've been trying to actually look for collectors that I can make a connection with. And um, I've actually found some really good ones and I've made a few friends already. But my question is, a lot of the collectors that I see don't actually post anything personal on their feed i mean they like they just retweet what they bought and by looking at those things that they have bought i think i am thinking to myself oh this guy might like my work but i don't want to start shelling on those posts where they're just saying that oh look 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 at what i bought because that would be disrespectful to both the collector and the person he just collected or the, the the artist the artist's work that he just collected so um, my question is: How do you actually, you know, talk to people like that when they're not uh, putting out anything personal that you can like reply to or connect with?
1: So um, for me, um, what I do is, I will. So I, I haven't ever met you before or seen your work before. Um, if you are commenting on threat on threads and you're giving actual real feedback, um, back to the artist. So if I post, okay, I, I bought this piece from this artist and you put a comment, you know, a lot of people will put a comment. Congrats, 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 cool piece, great piece. And, um, I try to go through and see those because I want to, I look and see who's like actually commenting on other people's work. It's a really interesting thing to me. And a lot of times I'm, I look and I kind of, I'll make a middle note when I see people that are commenting positively about their peers that are maybe outside of their immediate circle. And as a collector, I think you can, you pick up really quick on who's in who's a circle. And so, um, you know, artists, still have friends and those friends kind of are a lot of times together. And so when you see um, somebody that's, that's actually providing support and commendation for peers outside that immediate friend group, for me, I always take a note, take note of that. But when somebody actually writes something um, that's really meaningful about the work itself, I'll stop and read that. And um, I might not be the first time, it might not be, the second time but after I've seen that a few times, I will just go and look at that, that person's um, profile. And um, if it's easy to find, if they have a link tree, a link to their work, or if they have it hopefully pinned um, to the top of their profile, I will go and I'll look at, I'll look at their, their work. And um, I find them that way a lot of times. And then obviously there's communities um, where, um, they encourage you to post your work in um, specific channels, and like at the and Meta Jungle, I will peruse those channels and I'll look through those channels, and um, other people will look through those channels and they'll actually send me um, work that they think I might have missed. And so, um, you know, I think there's ways to there's ways to do it where you don't have to actually. Um, You know feel like you're spamming somebody's thread or feel like you know you're you know there's you can kind of alleviate some of the awkwardness of um, trying to make that contact
0: thank you for that feedback alpha joshua did you have something that you wanted to say
2: um i I just want to ask jeff uh Succinctly, what exactly the question was was it was it more towards etiquette? Is that where you were going with that?
3: Yeah, I think it, I think it's more geared towards etiquette, and yeah, you know, I think I think Alpha pretty much covered it. But yeah, I just I just didn't want to be like you know disrespectful or spamming threads because even even I mean from how I see it, uh, even the collectors who like start shell threads. Um, I think you can easily get drowned out with like five hundred replies
2: to that thing. Yeah, no, Alpha Alpha covered it pretty well. I think the only thing that I would add is that um, you know uh, don't don't just be spamming on random threads without really reading what's going on, and I think some people tend to do that. Um, and maybe it is cultural, maybe it's the language barrier as well, which is something that we have to take into, into a consideration and factor in. But if you are able to read the, the tweets, just take a second, be cognizant of what the conversation is about, and then make the determination based on that. Um, if you're just like, if there's a GM post and you're like, Hey, check out my work um i think it's going to fall on deaf ears and it's also going to leave a bad taste in some people's mouths so it's it's more important to make sure you read before you post
1: yeah i would totally agree with that and to me um i honestly believe that you know we're in the beginning of something we're like at the early stages of literally a, a new world it's a completely different ecosystem than we've um, ever seen before and so we're kind of pioneering this uh, space together and so i think the most literally the most important thing that anyone can do at this point is to um, really build networks and relationships with people and so really if you focus on building those relationships out you focus on Um, you know, building a network of your peers, um, you're going to be way better off than just trying to necessarily focus in on yourself because it's way easier to do something with, you know, 50 people or 100 people or 1,000 people behind you than it is to do it on your own. So you can can really, um, even though it doesn't seem like it, because you want to jump right in and start promoting your stuff. If you really focus on building those relationships out with people, um, I think ultimately long-term you're going to be, you're going to be set up to have way more success that way. And um, the, the artist community seems to be so supportive of each other and so helpful. And so, you know, really coming into the space Fairly new into the space, concentrate on building relationships within that community, um, within your with your peers, and helping supporting those people. And I think when it's time to actually start selling things, you're going to have way more success at it.
0: Well said, Alpha. Thank you for that. Um, and Jeff, did you have anything anything further that you um, had a question about?
3: No that's it. Thanks so much for letting me um go first. And thanks Alpha for, you know, everything you do for this space and Emma for for the wonderful discord group. That's it for me guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you Jeff and thanks for kicking us off um for the first speaker. Um and I know next um is it Chara? I think you had your hand up next. I know your hand's not up currently, but did you have something else that you would like to contribute or a question you would like to ask?
4: Hi, good morning. Hi, Joshua. Good morning. Thank you for, um, for coming back, getting back to me. I just wanted to say something real quick to Jeff, um, because I, I know how overwhelming it can be when you just start in the space and you just want everybody to like your work. And, um, that was i just i think i just wanted to share that with him real quick that i also had to learn that not everyone is gonna vibe with your work but that has nothing to do that your work isn't good um i think i can leave it at that i don't have to like i don't know like talk too much about it i think that's that's what i wanted to say and and i think that's a pretty big learning your collectors will find you your your um the people who will vibe with your work will find you no matter what, and um, just keep showing up. Just, just, yeah, just keep engaging. Um, make friends, and um, yeah, still engage with with um, with all these posts, even though they're not personal, like you said. I think it doesn't matter what kind of post it is. Just, just show that you're there, that you care, and that that you want to build a community. I think that's super, super important. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say for now. Thanks. Thank
0: you for that. And that is very, very true um, and encouraging words. Um, And I love, you know, pointing out that, you know, you want to connect. And same with Jeff with what your input, you want to connect with people that relate to your work and relate well to you. And just like in any space, it takes time to maybe find those people and connect. So that encouragement is definitely um, helpful and very true. So thank you for that. And um, Jeff, uh, Joe, I believe you had your hand up next and I know it's not up currently. Did you have something specific that you um, wanted to contribute or did you have a question?
5: Uh, I, I didn't have a, a question per se. I thought we were just gonna go on like uh, stuff we've learned along the way maybe, but I love hearing uh, Josh, you know, I love Josh. So um, I love hearing his perspectives as an artist as well. And Alpha Trilogy, it's my first time meeting you. So um, definitely interested in the collector. Um, perspective but just to go on with with jeff as well like the other thing to keep in mind is t- time is ridiculous here so you may see people's work flying off the shelves and stuff and, and be like oh my god but my work's great too and stuff like that and then you look up and it's only been a day right there are there are phenomenal artists and very very like involved with the community here that haven't sold something in a month six months whatever right so Another thing to try to remember and it's hard because we're all human is try letting go a little bit too. like definitely share your work talk about it when you can, but like also remember like just if if you're here in the community like Kara said and and everybody else said like it'll happen like if you're quality of work is good if you're involved you'll get there Um, it's really hard to remember. Uh, another thing that I think would be helpful if, if you're up for it is hosting your own space. Because the other thing is like, shilling is a, a jargony term and it's fine. Like we, I think it's been just colloquial accepted in the Web3 community. But um, with spaces like that or when there's groups that are like, hey, come shill your friends work, which is awesome, by the way. I suggest everybody go in rooms that's like, hey, come share your friends work because it's so nice and easy to talk about people you've met and work that you love. And gets eyes on people in, in the community as well. So, but host your own space. So you can actually talk about your story. You can talk about your work and it feels less like you're trying to pitch a product and more like, Hey, I'm an artist. Here's what I have. Here's the story behind it. And, you know, and let's also just talk and have a conversation. So I, that, that's something that would be fun to do as well. If, if you're interested, Is like hosting your own space, get people you've met, come in, have a conversation they can ask you questions about your work and your who you are, um, which would be helpful for other people in the space getting to know you too.
0: Awesome feedback, Joe. Um, I appreciate that very much. And and of course, if Alpha Trilogy or Joshua, anybody on the panel here as the speakers, if you want to jump in, you're welcome to do so. Um, but that is awesome feedback. And I know um, I actually joined a few of your spaces over the weekends or ones that you were in, and it is great to have that, that vibe and that um, just kind of a, a nice space to be able to share. And you do learn so much both about the artist and about their work. Um, so I think that that's a very great suggestion.
2: Um, I, I I do want to say uh, kind of the subject of what Joe brought up is when I was early in the space, there's a couple of people that were much farther along than me and they both uh, spoke this uh, saying, be the change that you want to see. Um, And if you're not seeing something going on in the space uh, that you want to happen, I think it goes to what Joe was saying, make it happen yourself. And I I think the shield thread specifically can become a sickness. It becomes like a, a a holding pattern in which you, uh, that's all you do in Twitter. And I don't think that's necessarily what the space or who we are is uh, artists and individuals. The, the kind of world we're trying to create um, should be about, it's more about who we are and what we're about uh, more so than, I mean, obviously our art speaks to that, but when it's all about the sale and not about uh, creating relationships, which these kinds of spaces like we're doing right here help, and uh, that ability, because there's only so far you can go with a written word over actually hearing someone's voice and hearing their uh, emotions and, and thoughts behind it. I mean, I can tell you that there's been many situations in which I've heard someone speak in a space and then I'm like, damn, they get it or they're so cool. Like, I really like that person. Whereas I didn't know that until I heard them speak. So th- this kind of space is very powerful and we shouldn't allow those kinds of tools that we have at our disposal to go unused.
1: Yeah, I would really second that because as a collector, I often say that I buy art that I love from people that I like. And um, sometimes I'll buy art that I love from people that I don't know Um but I prefer to buy art from people I like. And the way you really get to like someone is you hear them talk and you hear them um, speak in spaces and you really can build a connection with them because you hear their, their viewpoints, you hear their, their story. um, And you really start to feel their passion for what they're doing. And then that passion really, for me, that passion motivates me, um, makes me want to buy their work. And so I think that's so important. Um, and it's interesting because you have to be conscious of what you're, what you're talking about. And, um, when I hear someone and they're not just talking about themselves all the time, but they're talking about their peers and they're talking about the space in itself and they're talking about their passion and love for photography or for whatever their, um, uh, medium is, then that really, it speaks to me. And so, um, I feel like I connect with them. Um, it makes it way easier to connect with their art and makes me, it motivates me to buy from them. And so then I seek them out. And, um, after I, I, I hear them here, uh, hear them in a space and I connect with them. So it's really important.
0: So thank you, Joe, for bringing up um, that perspective and the importance definitely of um, the different ways that we can connect um, because it is about building community and building, um, just building a network. And we have, we do need to remember we have a lot of resources available for that. Um, And I know that's something I always enjoy um, and I've enjoyed your spaces a lot just because it is something where it's very open and where um, it's more than just looking at the piece and selling the piece, but it's talking about the creation and also, you know, just just the bonus of getting to learn extra about people. So um, that's a, we're definitely in a place where that's a really awesome opportunity. Um, and Sammy, I see you have your hand up. Would you um, like to contribute?
6: Absolutely, Emma. And um, first of all, hi to uh, you, Alpha, Joshua, all of us, all of us here. We are we are absolutely loving this space and the kind of discussions that's that's, you know, that's happening is very relevant because, you know, everybody in this room, they want to know um, that what is the limit to which an artist can actually push himself or herself towards marketing or promoting their work, because ultimately all of us, our creators, you know, we are all uh, focused towards one form of art that is our, you know, our strength, that is photography or artwork, whatever somebody works towards. None of us are marketers, right? Uh, Maybe some of us, maybe one of, maybe I am because that's my job profile, but I am sure uh, it's not the case for most of us. So in this context, let me share a small story uh, with you just that happened yesterday. You know, Um, I was I was not really having a very good day, to be honest. Yesterday, right throughout the day, it was a tough day. My health wise, I was also a bit down. But towards the evening, what happened was absolutely remarkable. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that it is because of the sales that I got yesterday, but my collector, uh, artifaction, who's I just connected yesterday, I didn't know him beforehand. But when he actually purchased that very beautiful piece of mine, without me shilling anywhere or without me talking about it, he just came across that work, and the thread that 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 he put up after that, the way that. Uh, he connected with that particular image, with the emotion, how it actually brought in positivity uh, to his mindset or, or it actually changed the course of his entire day it was absolutely remarkable. In fact, today I was just having a conversation with him just just like a few minutes back before I entered into the space. He said that he had shown that art piece uh, to his family and uh, both his his uh, wife and daughter also connected to it, so that is so overwhelming for an artist like me. I mean, that's that's when probably it's 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 not worth ETH. I mean, it's much more much more bigger than that. You know, you can you can chill and and you can probably earn like two or three ETH for a piece every day. But this kind of connect that that we develop, I do not know, is it for me, but for everybody else who's creating, because we never started creating work to sell them. Right. When we started photography, it was just because of our love for photography, for the love for the art, the, the love for our self-expression. That's why we started photography. We never thought that we'll actually come and come and sail it. And that's the reason why I feel very overwhelmed, I feel it's a wholesome moment when somebody else also connects to the thought that, that you actually created that beautiful piece. In fact, I reshared the comment on my wall just a few uh, you know minutes back and it's so, so overwhelming. And this is what I wanted to say, that in case your work is really, really good, it really connects to hearts, I think you will eventually find your true collector and you do not have to go to every shill thread to actually showcase them and tag like thousands of people. It is not required. If you're, uh, you know, it's if the purest of forms of art is being represented through your work, I think the right person will definitely come to you. It's just a matter of time. You know, I I was probably discussing this with Dilek as well. Dilek is down there in the speakers. Um, and of course, with a lot of our, my friends that, you know, you should not be worried at all when if you're not getting sales. And uh, because ultimately we all know at some point in time that we have been dedicated towards the art for over seven, eight years, continuously seven, eight years. And that's not a short period of time. That's a long time. And any form of art needs that dedication or devotion. I I, I feel so. And if you have given that, and if you have contributed to the art, you've enriched it, you will get the returns. It's just a matter of time. And uh, must uh, must mention that uh, I, I mean, from a purely from a marketing point of view, it is important i'm not denying that because a lot of people do not get that sort of an exposure which uh, which which maybe somebody who's already established entering into the field does it and but to be honest that shilling threads probably are not the right way of doing it 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 actually shows that uh, you do not have too much of confidence in your art and and I, I see i mean yesterday even yesterday somebody sent a post of his to my dm uh, saying that bro can you just suggest me a good marketing policy because i am not being able to showcase it to the rest of the world and he sounded to be very you know very disappointed dejected uh, because probably everybody else could not you know, uh, see the kind of potential that's there in him. It is very natural. It is very human. Uh, because if you see so much of success stories all around, it has two, two sides of it. People get inspired. People do get demotivated as well. But I guess eventually what will win, uh, what will be the winning strategy for everybody is to not let the guards drop, not to let the art down. We should continue focusing on your on our art, continue shooting pictures, and I guess eventually we will find a way. That's it from my side. Thank you so much for uh, this wonderful space. Really, you know, had a wonderful time uh, sharing my thoughts. Thank you.
0: That was awesome, Sammy. Um, some really, really great points. And um, I did see I did see your posts, um, both from the collector and your um, point of view, both of those um, tweets yesterday. And they were definitely encouraging um, and so true that you just have to, finding the right person and somebody that appreciates your art, that connection is so important. Um, and it just, it feels good in your heart when you see, you know, people connecting like that. I know, Jeff, um, you had a collector like that um, The pre- Previous week, too. And it's just, it's awesome that people are sharing that. And so, also, I think when that does happen, having it visible and having it um, seen is really, really cool. Um, I know we have some hands up from that. Um, Alpha and Joshua, do you have anything you would like to um, contribute to what Sammy said before I get to the hands?
1: Yeah, I would just throw in there, you know, because you talked about you don't think that shilling posts really are the way. And um, I would second that. I think um, a shilling post in itself is, by nature, it's a little bit selfish. I think they're okay, and so if somebody solicits uh, shills, I think it's okay to post your work in those because you know there's a chance that it's going to reach the right eyes. But I'd say it's a rare chance. Um, so I would not focus my entire, um, you know, my entire plan for promoting um, my art. On shell threads, and I think there's definitely better ways than those shell threads. So my my comment on shell threads is okay. It's okay if somebody asks you to post um, um, your art in a thread, and you want to do that. I think that's absolutely fine to do. Um, I think it's not fine to do that if they haven't asked. So to do that same thing when it's not been solicited or asked of you, I think is really it's a detriment to you and um, your ability to really succeed in the space. So you just have to be aware of that, but definitely I would not count on that or have that be my main plan for how I'm going to navigate this space.
2: Sorry, Emma, we're going to say something.
0: Okay. Nope. I was just going to ask you if you had something to contribute. So please go ahead.
2: Um, So I'm of two minds because I I do know of a lot of people that had sales because of shill threads. Um, So there's a I I, I, I do feel like there's a there's a place for shill threads. Um, I don't think they're ever going to go away either. So I don't know if we want to make a blanket statement that shill threads as a whole are bad. Um, But it, it is important to realize who is creating the thread, what kind of thread it is before you post on it um and also maybe even going one step further with understanding okay who created it what kind of net are they spreading what kind of individuals are those people because we don't have complete control as an artist side of things with who is going to buy or not buy from us all the time um but if we have somewhat of that control it has to do with how we move through the space and where we post so i i think it's it's not, it's, not a, it's not easy, um, but if you take some time and definitely do your due diligence, I think that uh, you'll be able to move correctly through the space and feel good about what you're doing, not feel like you're just wasting your time.
0: Great point. Um, definitely looking and seeing yeah, where it originated and what the goal is, is definitely important. Um, Ash, I noticed you had your hand up. Did you have something else that you wanted to contribute to this um, topic? Good morning.
7: Hey, good morning, Meta Jungle. Uh, Good morning, Joshua, everybody else. And uh, thanks to Alpha. You know why Um, I uh, so couple of things, you know, I, I when I started, uh, you know, involving myself in Twitter space, I pretty much, you know, I used to shake in my boots because, uh, you know, I'm I'm a pretty shy person in in you know individual in person, so it was hard for me to uh, speak up in these groups, but. Uh, I can tell you like once you start speaking because you know you, you I think Joshua was mentioning that you know he he gets to know a lot of people only when they speak in these forums, right, so once you start speaking, uh you know it just gets better from there uh you know and i I keep encouraging like uh all the newcomers in this space that you know if I can speak, everybody else can speak because you know like my I had a lot of hesitation, English not being my first language. And uh, you know, uh, I, I don't feel that you know uh, that heartbeat, you know, when I'm about to speak in a in, in a forum like this anymore. So you know, uh, I would always encourage everybody to speak. But having said that. I think it's also essential to be cognizant on uh, like how you are choosing the spaces, uh, you know, that fits your purpose. And then uh, it also is essential to apply your common sense, you know, because you have to also be cognizant about the, the, the nature of discussion that's going on in, in, in those uh, spaces and then apply yourselves because, you know, like, as the saying goes, like common sense is not so common. Right. So, uh, I would encourage everybody, you know, uh, to uh, be cognizant of that. And, you know, I I believe, you know, one of the greatest uh, uh, factors, uh, and again, it's my perception, I might be wrong, is to be genuine. Uh, If you are being genuine, uh, it will attract people because then genuine people will try to stick around you. And uh, that would, uh, you know, automatically help you grow. I and mean, this is something that I have personally have experienced, you know, being authentic, being being genuine. I have, uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's funny because I have been able to make friends and uh, we just chill out. I mean, uh, in the afternoon, we, we have sessions. We just play rock, paper, scissors. I mean, just just unbelievable, you know. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, how you build a group, a community and they will help each other. And uh, you know, uh, I'm not advising anybody. Again, this is you know, I'm just speaking for myself. Uh, like I believe, uh, you know, if you believe in somebody's work, if you really like it, it it's a, uh, it's a good thing to promote that work. And I will promote it to you know, uh, to oblivion. Seriously, I mean, I will, I, I will, uh, you know, uh, I will do whatever it takes to you know promote their work. And uh, and it's also, I think it's. It's it's a you know um, you do a good thing only because it's a good thing to do, not out of an expectation that there will be a thousand people patting on your back. So I think that's a a, a you know something that uh, we should keep in mind that you know because people can see through things when you are not being genuine about it and you are doing it only you know for you know getting traction for yourself. So uh, you know. Uh, I think all of that matters. I mean, how you apply yourself in a group like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm so thankful because uh, uh, I, I was just uh, hanging out with some of uh, my friends earlier today. Uh, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's just, uh, uh, it, it has come to a point that I know that there is another uh, shilling space or a, a space where I can go talk. And that would, you know, get some eyeballs on me. But I have come to a point that I would rather not do that and hang out with my friends in another space and just have a good time with them. Because, you know, like, uh, I don't know if it's the wisest thing to do, but I still find myself doing that. So, you know, just, uh, you know, throwing out like some of the perspectives that, you know, that I have uh, experienced and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the, the NFT space for uh, the most part and, uh, you know, keeping my fingers cru- crossed, you know, and hoping to make some uh, more genuine connections along the way. So, yeah, that's my two cents.
1: Yeah, that's beautifully said. So thank you very much, Ash. Um, it's interesting because when you say, you know, if you find something and somebody that you really believe in, you'll go to all ends of the earth and... You know make all the effort to help promote them and I think that's so important um it says a lot about you and who you are as a person and as an artist but um, it's a reminder for everyone you know if you have ash in your life and you have a hundred other ashes in your life then you have a hundred times more um, chance of being um, exposed to the right collector because it's it's way easier if you have a hundred people that are helping promote you versus you just promoting yourself. And so um, it's a, it was great to hear Ash talk about how he has gotten to that point by, you know, it's not necessarily comfortable the first time you go in and you talk in a space and you start um, meeting people that maybe you don't know or have any kind of um, previous uh, relationship with, but how powerful those relationships can be. And um, then when you think about, um, what actually comes from that. It's amazing. So thank you very much, Ash. I really appreciate that.
7: Thank you, Alpha. Thank you.
2: Yeah, Ash, um, I thought you brought a great point. Um, something that really has weighed on my mind because I've watched some actions uh, in the space. And I'm like, really, would you do that? If you were like in person with that person and it, it it, it, it makes you think. Um, and I think that's the best practice to have is, are you being genuine? Are you treating the person the way you would in real life? And the the power of Twitter uh, to some extent is that you can hide behind a PFP and do whatever the hell you want. But I, I don't know. If you have values and morals, morals that you live by, um, they should be backed up by your actions in this space no matter the form in which uh, you're using it. So... Uh, it's good food for thought. I'm glad you brought it up.
7: Thank you. Thanks, Jafar.
1: Yep. I would say too your um, common sense isn't so common. I love that phrase. I'm probably going to use that um, going forward. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you a few examples or example of that. I've actually entered a few spaces and um there are literally there'll be a lot of people in the space. Um, there could be a hundred people or more than that, even in the space. And, um, the people, I mean, they're talking about stuff that seems to be inappropriate to be talking about in a big group, uh, especially a big group where you don't know who all the people are in the group. Um, some stuff that, you know, I, I, I actually leave the, uh, room fairly quick because I'm, I'm surprised that it's being talked about in public and um i think you have to be careful about that sort of thing too so you got to be conscious like you know if you're in a small group of your friends and you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about that's fine but sometimes you got to be conscious so you don't go um too far and again we're in a um, global space and there's all different kinds of cultures and there are definitely some cultures that are more conservative than other cultures, and you don't want um, to be talking about things that are going to necessarily offend um, another whole culture because um, that's the surest way to not make friends and um, not build strong relationships in this um, space.
0: Good point, Alpha. Thank you. Um, Joe, I noticed you have your hand up. Did you have something to contribute to this conversation?
5: Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, what Sammy was mentioning. I, um, well, first off, also with, <laughs> with what Alpha was saying too, but um, I think the thing to try to remember is we're all also people, like, you know, people hiding behind PFPs, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you as an artist, collectors, everybody, we're all people. So, The analogy I try to use even before NFTs or any of the the Twitter spaces was think of whatever platform you're on or anything as like an open party at a bar or someplace. Right. And you come into that bar and you're hanging out. You see some of your friends, you go hang out with them. You see some new people. They're conversing with other people. Do what you would do there here. You know, like, you know, you're not going to walk up to a table where two people are eating and just go like, hey, check out this thing that I have for sale. Right. You're also not going to go, you know, some of this group of friends is celebrating this other person got a new job or whatever. And you go and be like, I got a new job too. check out my new job. Right. Like you're going to you're going to want to engage in the conversation. You're going to want to meet new people. You're going to want to talk to them. They're human because it's face to face. It's easier to do that. You understand the context more. If you tweet, if you tweet, if you treat Twitter the same way you would there, it'll it'll be healthier for you, I feel like. Um, and then I <laughs> the common sense isn't too common. So, um, you know, that's, that's not going to be the case for everybody, but it's a generalization. But if you try to do that, I think you'll be okay as well.
1: I love that point. That's, that's uh, amazing because sometimes um, it's kind of interesting uh, as a collector and a collector, like my discord DMS are open Um, and I get dozens and dozens of, um, DMs every day. And some of them are quite interesting because I post a lot of, um, the one of one art that I buy and I'll get DMs from, um, artists that will literally say, Hey, I saw you bought this. Well, my works way better than that. So take a look at mine and um of course that's that's probably i think the worst thing you can do um in the entire uh concept or discussion of shilling because when somebody tells me when somebody puts somebody else's work down um that just uh it's a huge turn off and there's very little chance that i'll ever buy something from that person but um it'd be like walking up to somebody that was sitting at the the, the bar or at, at a table and they're talking about the job they just got and saying, yeah, that's a terrible job. I got a job that's way better than your job. And so it just doesn't work. And so you have to be definitely, I mean, it's kind of a crazy thing that you even have to say it, but that's, uh, I think it's a huge no to not ever do that. And so you always want to be building other people up and, um, the facts are your, your, your art or your work may be way better than someone else's, but there's no, uh, you don't have to say that. You don't ever have to say that because, um, your art will speak for itself. So I love those points. So thank you very much for that.
2: Um, I, I don't want to be rude to the hand that's up, but I do want to talk about this a little bit with, with you alpha, um, with regards to what Joe jo just said because I think we can agree if you're in this space and you're selling your work, it is your business, whether or not it's your main business or not, it's a different conversation, but it is your business. So what kind of business do you want to run? Um, do you want to be professional or, um, or not be? <laughs> and I mean, it, the, it, if you understand how I run a business or you've seen other successful businesses outside of web three um, and in web three, they are professional and they also believe in the product that they're selling. So are we haphazardly shilling on everything is really important to keep asking ourselves, or are we being intentional with the direction in which we're moving in the space? Because if we're not, I, I think that you're going to be wasting a lot of time and, what happens in a big conversation that artists and collectors alike have in a lot of these spaces is burnout because you can be, you can be very active in this space and be very, be very productive in what you're doing. If you figured out the steps that you want to go through the space and, and what kind of individual you want to be and not be burned out. But if you're constantly hitting a wall, that's when that's going to happen. So I I think I'm going to say it again. If you're selling your work in the space, it's a business, and you should be professional. Uh, if you're just here to share work, that's a whole different conversation. But we're here to talk about shilling, and a lot of the shilling comes from something you're trying to sell.
1: Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent agree with that. And so, if you if you are in a business, which I think, if you are um, if you are selling your product. In any environment, in any marketplace, then that's a business. And so, as a business, um, acting and um, treating it in a professional manner is going to uh, make a big difference in what you're uh, or how successful you are. So, I think it's a very, very good point.
0: And those, those actions may have long term effects as well. So how you're representing yourself day to day does matter. Um, People do notice and they do remember. So um, that can be for the good or it could be for the the negative.
1: (laughs) And I think that's why um, a space like this is so important because there are so many people that, you know, they're a creator and they may not have a business background. And so just kind of getting some of those ideas on how to be professional and what things actually, you know, are Are good things to do and um, completely accepted and have a a potential of being successful versus things that really are not professional, things that might actually um, hurt you way worse than they, um, I mean, hurt you instead of helping you um, to be successful.
0: Absolutely. Um, And I think we'll go ahead and move to, um, is it Arteza? You've had your hand up um, and then back back up. Good morning, how are you?
8: Yes, it's uh, Arteza and uh, thank you for having me here. And uh, yeah, I'll add to Jose and Alpha and Josias, if I'm saying your name right, I'm really sorry. Uh, Conversation uh, that uh, since you say we're building businesses, I believe that uh, if we're having a connection with our friends in a way that we are actually... Uh, how should I say it? Like, Sorry, my English is not that uh, good and I am actually a bit confused. It's 2 a.m. in the night. So uh, in a way that uh, let's say we are behaving the way we are behaving with friends and uh, this basically is uh, once you have the right people around you, you will get the confidence to go up in a way. And uh, I I believe in connections and friends more than I do believe in shilling because uh, uh, you will eventually find the results that you want if you have the right people around you because community is the main cause of any any business's success. And that also leads to a biggest thing in marketing, which is the word of mouth that actually comes out if you have the right community with you. So I'll add that to it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I would that word of mouth is so important. And so um, in marketing, when you talk about word of mouth, you're talking about word of mouth from others, not from yourself. And so you get that by building those relationships and being, um, you know, operating with integrity in everything you do, um, being genuine, which has been pointed out. And so it's such a good point. And I just want to say um, I'm always amazed in this entire space because um you said, my English isn't that good, but English is definitely my first and only language, and I feel like you speak English better than I do. So um I'm always amazed by it, and it's it's incredible. So I gotta give you some big kudos for that.
8: It's because uh, uh, it's always hard to come on spaces and actually talk. I'm more of a person who is comfortable with speaking around friends and uh, doing have a casual conversation. Like uh, you guys mentioned, uh, it's kind of formal over here with a lot of people, so it puts a bit of a pressure. Other than that, uh, thank you for the compliment.
1: Yeah, you just, uh, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that at all because uh, you speak English very, very well. You're very well spoken.
2: I'll second what Alpha said, Ertaza. Uh, it's Ertaza, right? Am I saying it correctly?
8: Yes, 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 it's Ertaza.
2: I think we've talked once before. Um, Yeah, I, I'll second what he said in the fact that, like, I swear I feel inept when I'm in the spaces with a lot of people that say, hey, English is my second or third language. And I'm like, how? How? Um, But <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. Anyways, Joe or somebody, <laughs> save me
0: in the totally the same boat for sure so for those of you that english isn't your first language feel know that there's many of us out there that have so much mad respect because we understand how nervous you would be it is our first language and we're nervous to talk so we have mad props for you so definitely don't feel like you are (laughs) are um should be embarrassed by that joshua did it come back to you
2: oh yeah Um, I I thought he brought up a great point uh, about having community, um, knowing who your tribe is. Just a warning, uh, while you have individuals in the space you might be closer with, which is important to have uh, those individuals, uh, a support system. At the same time, you don't want to be so focused on those few individuals that you forget how to treat everyone else in the space. It's all a fine line the beauty and this may be from my I mean running a business and being in sales specifically the beauty of if you build it correctly with a community base is that you no longer have to do the marketing um, it's an art it takes time and you want to treat everyone not just those that are in your tribe or or small support system the way you would want to be treated it sounds really simple but at times it can be really difficult but if you can apply that that principle in your life and how you move, um, I think that eventually you'll see that you won't be shilling at all and other people will be shilling for you because they love you so much because of who you are as an individual. And, and that's exactly how this space is supposed to be set up or, or propped up And NFTs specifically. is It's supposed to be circular. It's not supposed to be a dead end like we've seen in the past in art spaces. Um, so it, it applies in a lot of different uh, factors not just in selling and buying, but also how you're treating individuals.
1: Yeah, that's really one of the fundamental principles in life. And literally no matter what religion you are across the world, that is a principle that you treat others like you want to be treated. And um, that's a, a sure way to success um, by doing that. And so, yeah, it's an incredible point.
0: Rita, did you have another comment on this subject that you would like to share? Maybe, hand is up. Well,
8: um, uh, did you ask go me? Ahead. Yeah, yeah so sorry. sorry. Uh, well, uh, no, no. Uh, my apologies. I didn't hear the name right. My apologies. So the thing is that uh, you're absolutely true about that. Like you mentioned that uh, you don't focus on just your tribe. The beauty about Twitter that I found is the tribe keeps on growing day by day. You meet. Uh, new photographers new artists day by day and once you hear that story and get to connect with them that that's the best part that i have found in twitter spaces that this uh, talking really leads to a lot of beautiful connections so definitely something to that we all should keep in mind and yeah thank thank you for telling me that also
0: awesome point for sure Awesome point. Um, Alexander, I think you had your hand up next. Good morning. How are you?
9: Hi, good morning. It's actually, it's already evening here in Paris. I'm good. Thank you very much. Hello, Meta Changung. Hi, Alpha. I envy you for still having the 100s. And Joshua, nice to have you here, be here. Um, I was listening to the conversation and it's uh, it's very interesting. And actually, I just wanted to add something maybe from a little bit of different perspective there there's a lot of talk about the artists what the artists should do how they should behave who they should be what they should not do and well i'm an artist myself i'm here i'm looking around i'm connecting to fellow artists i'm looking around for people that might be interested in my work and one thing i noticed is i mean there's so much noise so it's and you know speaking of running a business you also have to take care of your time and not only your time actually also the time with the people you interact because you don't want to waste everybody's time including your own i think what i'm trying to say is what i uh, kind of quote unquote miss is in a way you know to find out what collectors are actually looking for i see a lot of tweets about you know show me your work And then, I mean, of course, I usually do my research. I go and and look at what, you know, what are they about? What do they collect? Do they show anything they collect or not? Do I feel like I fit in or not? Because, again, I mean, if you have 600 replies to a tweet like that, it's, it's kind of, it feels kind of pointless. So I think what I would like to add to this conversation or just put in the room is, you know, how is it? Or what, what are the techniques or is there a possibility for, you know, finding out ways to actually connect to the people that make sense, you know, because if you just throw your work around, it's it's just going to be crazy. So maybe it would just reduce the noise a little bit. I don't know. It's just it's just a thought. So if anybody has an idea to that, please uh, let me know.
1: yeah I mean I think that there's um definitely ways to connect with with other people in the space definitely outside of um, or beyond uh, shell threads and I think this is like a perfect example of that. Um, you know these uh, spaces where you can go in and talk and you can um, kind of meet other people um is a is a great starting point for uh, building those relationships. Joshua, do you have anything to add? I really don't. <laughs> okay.
9: No, no. I, I absolutely, I understand that too. I mean, there, there are many possibilities to, to showcase your work. I think what I, what I was trying to get at was more like, um, to like for artists to understand who they're shilling to. I think it would be helpful as well. You know, to see, to be able to see galleries, to be able to understand what somebody else is actually interested in so it's not just like a blind kind of shilling but more sort of um you know uh, that, it, that they're actually that it might end up in a dialogue that is more interesting for everybody involved and um yeah so you don't just end up throwing your stuff out there i think that's what i was trying to get
2: and and if that's where you were going with this Ale- alexander is is that yeah yeah it's um, alexander <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> i had to double check um is, is just that exactly, right? Uh, and I, I think that if, if you uh, go to the author of Shill Threads and they don't have a gallery or they don't have a wallet that's available or some way to see, I'd be a little apprehensive unless you know that person in uh, personally and you know that they do in fact collect. Um, or maybe they're an artist in a space that wants to help give, because we see those that are, are popping up every now and then as well, where there's artists that want to create an art gallery thread but you are completely right i i think we we kind of touched on this earlier is that you just need to you need to make sure you're doing your due diligence and you're really looking at who the author is behind the tweet before just throwing stuff up on a thread unless you don't care but i mean like i think we all care here and so that, just not all not all threads are good threads so I, I think you bring up a great point
1: yeah i'm probably going to say something controversial here but I'd love to throw this out there. There's a, um, a, a basically, I think, a rumor um, in the entire uh, Twitter world that if you um, do threads and you allow links in those threads, then that um, limits your engagement. And so um, to me, it looks like there's certain – there's certain accounts that are trying to just build engagement. And so they ask for uh, shell threads where you don't put any links. And um, it's kind of interesting to me because to me, that's just an immediate red flag. Um, why would you have, why would you ask somebody to post their work and not have a link to be able to get to that work? It makes literally no sense to me at all. And so um, I know that if, you're one of those people that do that. You're probably not going to like me saying this. But to me, it's like one of the most obvious things in the world that, 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 the, that the the post is just for engagement. And so there's some things like that you can just literally easily look at. Um, I would I would not spend my time at all doing posts in threads where they don't want links to your work because linking to your work is the entire reason you would put a um, post in a the entire reason you would ever post in someone's shell thread, I think. Um, so anyway, I would just throw that out there. Um, as far as, you know, being able to look at the gallery of the the people that are maybe posting and asking for shell threads. Um, I think that's a wonderful thing. It's a great idea as an artist. I think it's a good idea to look and see maybe what that person is collecting. And I think we're really, really close to a point where that's going to be way more obvious. And so um, I think platforms are going to evolve into something way beyond what they are right now. And so all of that's going to be way more um, easy to do. And so as an artist, I think you'll be able to evaluate a collector just like a collector can evaluate you as an artist. And I think that's the future, and I'm excited for that future because I think there's a lot of – posers in uh, the space and that that um, is a negative for the space because um, they do things and they say things that I think are, are negative and you don't really know if they're real and legit or not. So I'm looking forward to a future where you as an artist have um, as much ability to evaluate a collector as a collector has to evaluate you.
2: I'll, t- I'll take it one step further, Alpha. Um, it, I'm not going to use any names, obviously, because I'm not that kind of person. But it, there are specific threads that are doing exactly what you're talking about, which we call engagement farming, and using our art as a proxy to make that happen. And taking it even further, um, they're posting a message at the beginning, and it's art that they don't even own. Um, I think we need to really protect ourselves because... this is a great question that I ask myself uh, pretty much every day, is what does Web3 mean to myself? And we have had this issue for so long in Web2 mentality with regards to let's uh, for I mean, we're going to use Instagram, unfortunately. But Instagram has perpetuated this uh, this idea that you can just take a photo and repost it and share it. And oh, what? I'm giving I'm giving, uh, you know, that artist a pedestal from which to gain more engagement on their photo. But they're also forgetting the basic principle that it's not theirs and they shouldn't have shared it without asking in the first place. And that's why I think a lot of us, uh, me included, artists have were drawn to NFTs and Web3 in the first place is because we care about our sovereignty and our authenticity as artists. And when you have individuals in this space that are perpetuating Web2 in a Web3 world that we're trying to create, It's just completely ruining everything we're trying to work so hard to create um, in the first place. So having this space is really important because if you are shilling on those kinds of threads, you're just perpetuating an old system, an old thought that we're trying to get rid of. And it's not, I mean, like, I'm not going to beat around the bush. It's a big deal. And just to make a sale today is not really going to help you. In the long run, if you really believe in yourself and where the space is going. So, it, again, you need to ask yourself, what does web three mean to you? And make decisions about how you're going to act and move and treat people accordingly.
1: Absolutely. I echoed that 1,000%. That's very well said can i just alpha i
9: really appreciate what you said before about you know the future of artists being able to look at and enjoy collectors work as well um i mean me as i'm a photographer i have been in this business for many many years i uh, exhibit my work and i been in galleries and i the thing is i don't just want to see collectors work to see whether they're serious or not i think i also i mean first of all i I like to see, you know, what they collect and they might actually have something in their collection that resonates with me and that leads me to yet another artist that I didn't know previously. So it's that's what I meant before you know that it's not just a one-way street that there is actually even if it's a silent dialogue but that there is a dialogue between artists and 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 uh, collectors uh, where we actually can point each other into directions and um, you know we we discover things through each other and I think that's important but in that sense I just that's why I put this whole question in the room I feel like um, there needs to be some kind of access to, to the collections to, for the artists to understand where to start that particular dialogue. Anyway, thank you so much for what you said. I will step down because there are so many people down there that probably have really interesting stuff to say. i let them come up and um, I will keep on listening. Have a great day. Uh,
8: I know there are a lot of hands and I'll also step down. And Thank you for letting me speak as well. Have a good day.
0: Thank you guys very much. And um, just to kind of pick up and bring out the point that Alexander made, um, it is really great to see um, for me. I know it speaks volumes to me when um, an artist is supported by other artists, when artists are collecting other artists work, that's something you notice, it's something you pay attention to. Um, and so by one, by supporting each other and also by purchasing each other's works, that's such an endorsement of that artist and also their work. So it is something that is noticed and and something that is seen. So um, great points, Alexander, for sure. And that is a way of, another way of um, helping to support the community for sure. Um, Joe, I know you've had your hand up for a while. Did you have something that you wanted to share?
5: Yeah, I I wanted to hit on a couple points and the same thing I'm gonna drop down because you all have a packed house. So um, uh, one of the things was, uh, you know, one of my friends mentioned me years ago um, and I try to keep it in the forefront of my mind is I want my name spoken in rooms I'm not in, right? So I try to also not just apply that to me, but apply that to my friends, right? So I, I know we, I talked earlier about going in rooms where to show your friends and stuff, but also literally just doing that when your friend retweets something and you like their work, you know, like be honest though too, right? Like you don't have to share stuff that you're like, ooh, I really don't like this, right? But like, if you like it, share it but like put a message behind it too like so-and-so's a a great artist and or like look at the stunning photo by somebody right like that's part of speaking your friends names in rooms they're not in yet because they weren't expecting you to do that they don't know that um and then two more quick things and then i'm gonna jump but uh like i said earlier i'm trying to personally i'm trying to move away from the shilling terminology more into sharing because that's what i feel like i'm doing Um, so in, in those spaces that are shilling spaces, um, as long as you're protecting your piece, not giving up crazy hours to go in these rooms that have like odd games where you come up for 60 seconds and you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to put up your work other than those rooms, I think also every now and then, if you can, it's helpful to go in there again, as long as you're not overdoing it with time and any other nonsense, Because for me, at least, sometimes it helps me think about how I want to talk about my art, right? Like, for me, it helps me say, like, all right, if somebody asks me really quick, hey, Joe, what's this photo about? I've at least gone through, like, talking about it out loud in front of other people who don't know me that aren't my tribe. And for me, that's helpful because, you know, sometimes those are going to be the people that come to me and look at my work or want to buy my work. And it's nice to be able to know how to speak about it. And then the last thing, um, it doesn't have to just be NFTs, right? I'm coming from a photographer, so I'll speak on photography. Post your photos that aren't minted yet too. You can post it with a funny caption, no caption, tell a story behind it. but put your work out there on the timeline as well so that like if you've only got one thing and you're like, oh, I've only got one NFT, I have to sh- <laughs> I have to talk about this in these spaces. I have to go through these things. Post other photos and people can get to know you by your other art that maybe you haven't had a chance to mint yet. Or maybe you're not going to mint, but they know that you're out there creating and doing things. So with that said, I'm going to hop down. Meta Jungle, Josh, Alpha, appreciate the space. Uh, thank you.
0: Thank you, Joe. That was awesome. Very, very great feedback. And I love that um, moving from shilling to sharing. That is fantastic. Because I was also hoping today we would kind of get that defined as to what what shilling is. And you know, if that's something very defined, or if it's something you know, with what that line is between shilling, sharing, letting us know who we all are. Um, And you had some great, great feedback on, you know, getting to know the person because that's, it's not just about the art that we have minted. It's about who we are and, you know, learning more about that person and what they're creating for the future too. So, and it doesn't all have to be minted.
1: Yeah. I'd like to just jump in and say, I love that. Um, Let's share instead of shill. And um, I think as, A community of artists you guys could literally you could adopt that and stop using the term shilling and um i've decided right now we're going to stop using that um within um our community we're we're changing everything to sharing from this point forward and we're going to stop using the word shilling in fact the word shilling to me it always puts in my mind anyway the uh I see a guy in a corduroy suit standing on the front steps of my house, you know, holding a vacuum cleaner or a um, set of encyclopedias or something that's trying to sell that to me at all costs. And so I love the idea of what if as a complete community, we just stopped using a word that has where you're starting with a negative connotation. I mean, I think that's a, I think it's brilliant and I appreciate that immensely. And so for myself, from this point forward, um, I'm going to talk about sharing, and chilling is going to be a, a taboo word in my vocabulary. So, thank you, appreciate that very much. I'll just say that when I said shilling to my
2: wife, she was like, "What shilling? Well, what is that?" And I think I, this goes into the question that I, I posed earlier about <laughs> what does Web three mean to you and It means an ecosystem in which we can all, uh, exist and there can be transparency and people have the chance to really control what they're doing with their life and their creations. But how are we supposed to onboard these people if we have terminology that makes no sense or doesn't like, like the fact that my wife's not stupid, she's smart. So like, she doesn't know what it means sharing. Everyone knows what that means. Even if you, uh, take that and translate into another language it's a very easy word to translate so uh, i'm with you no more shilling for me sharing
1: yeah let's spread that message and um i mean we're building the future um let's make it happen let's uh, we have control of the um vocabulary we use and so let's use um let's use a vocabulary that's positive instead of something that has a a negative connotation or that's completely um, don't even know what it is. So I love that. So thanks again, Joe. Appreciate that very much. Might've just changed the world.
0: Perfect. It can happen with one comment or one retweet. So that's awesome. Good stuff this morning for sure. Um, thank you so much, Joe. Um, MeanderQuest, I think you had your hand up next. I know everybody, we have so many people that want to speak, and I appreciate that very much. We are gonna keep um we we will get to hands that are raised and hopefully ha- let everybody come up and talk. So thank you for so many people that want to speak um and for your patience. Um good morning, MeanderQuest. How are you?
10: Hi, Emma. I'm good doing morning. Good. <laughs> uh hi, Alpha, hi Joshua. Um yeah about shilling like you said joshua uh like your wife said what is shilling i mean it took me three months to understand what is shilling so <laughs> and i am in the nft space so <laughs> so i can totally relate to that um i wanted to actually share something about um, uh, this topic like i i hold a space with uh, two other of my co-hosts and uh, where new artists emerging artists they come and share their story uh, about their photography work and their journey but um, during those uh, moments I have realized one thing like when they come to the space and everyone says like uh, you have to build the community and you know you have to uh, share others work I think somewhere um they don't quite understand it because uh, what I have observed like they share others work so much and they don't share their work at all so in a way their work you know doesn't get to be seen by people so I always advise them like you know you have to keep a fine balance between sharing your work as well as sharing others work if you are only sharing others work and never sharing yours, then how someone is going to find your work? So I think this is also, uh, we should uh, tell to other artists whenever someone is asking us, like, how to get around this platform, how to um, get around and uh, uh, build the community. This is an important aspect of it. So, yeah, (laughs) that's the only thing I wanted to say.
1: So thank you definitely for sharing that. Um, it's a uh, it's a definitely a very interesting point. But I just um, I would love to remind everyone that you know sometimes the path to find your work is different than an exact direct path. And so for myself, a lot of times I'm not actually um, looking at a direct message from an artist about their work. I'm actually looking at their profile um, because something that they have said or done has caught my attention. And then I go in and I look and that's how I get to their work. Um, And so my really, really strong advice is to take a really good look at how you've set, you know, your entire um, presence, your web three presence, how you've set it up. Um, Do you link to everything that's important? In the places that people are going to go and find you, so in Discord, you know, if I'm if I'm wanting to go and find your work, you know, you're in Discord, and I'm not looking at some direct link that has a, a link to your work, I'll look at your profile, and you can link from that profile directly to your Twitter profile. Um, it seems to me like less, way less than fifty percent of people actually do that. Um, but when you do that, then I can just go straight to your Twitter profile. Uh, then in your Twitter profile, if you have the information that links right back to your work, um, I can look at your Twitter. I can see what you tweet about. I can see if you are, um, being supportive of your peers because I, if, if all of your tweets are about yourself, I mean, it's very apparent, but if you're, um, if you're supporting your friends and you're supporting, peers and others in the, I see that immediately. And as long as you make it really, really clear how to get to your work, um, it's just so important. I think it's, it's one of the most important things for promoting yourself is literally just putting links in the right place. Um, There's link trees where you can actually, you know, you put a link to your link tree right in your profile and click on that. I can pull up and and then use that link tree to um, point out all of your different collections, different platforms, and I can find it really easy and fast and, um, conveniently. I really love it when I see, um, I don't see it tremendously often, but I love when an artist has actually pinned some type of, um, their story to the top of their, uh, Twitter. And, um, you know, you can put up even videos. And so, a uh, 15 or 20 or 30 second video where you're telling your story and maybe showing some of your work in that. That's so powerful to me. Um, I absolutely love it because it's a way that I can connect with you as an artist, but definitely some, sometimes people were going to find you through a direct means, but just as often as not, especially in my own case, um, I'm going to find you indirectly. So I'm going to see something you're doing, something you're saying, um, and then I'm going to follow you back, and that's how I'm going to find your work.
2: Okay, and just to build off of that, because this has been brought up a lot of times in spaces with other collectors as well, is that the more clicks you have to do to get to your work, the harder it is for people to actually see it. Um, and I know Joe, Joe was up here. He didn't speak once about his work, but I'm sure there was plenty of people. I'm just putting Joe on the spot. There's a lot of people that have spoken. But uh, he was up here, I'm sure he had a bunch of clicks on his profile not just because he was speaking but because he was in the space talking about things that mattered and you could hear what he was saying and it meant something. And that's all that is about, is being a real person, being genuine, standing for what you believe in and then people that vibe with you are going to go look at your profile and the rest is history. You don't have to sh- share your work necessarily. You just have to share who you were about. And I mean, I've gone Uh, an extra step recently, and I just put make sure that you don't have emojis in your bio because it'll affect your link, but I put the link to my collection in my bio so that if you really want to go check out my work, it's one click. You're on my profile, it's one click. And the same thing with uh, pinned stuff. The only thing that I've I've noticed with Twitter with videos, specifically Alpha, is that they don't do well, like at all, Um, ever, at least for me. They always get... I don't know why, if Twitter hates video, which is fine with me because that's all Instagram loves these days. So I'm glad that they love photos on Twitter and that they, they promote that over anything else it seems. But just keep that in mind. Definitely need to share, but your links need to be in order. I've noticed a couple times I've been like, oh, who's this person? I've gone to click on their link and it doesn't work. So maybe a good rule of thumb is, hey, maybe you should check every, a couple times a week your link tree and your links to make sure they still work because... I mean, it is, it is if you're relying on this as an income and they can't click the link to go look at your work, that might be the difference between a sale or not, more so than any thread that you're posting your work in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree. And so as a collector, I can definitely say there's a limit to how much time and effort I'll put into finding the work. And so if it's, sometimes I'll, I'll put in a lot of effort and I still don't ever find it and it's really frustrating. So, um, you know, that's a huge opportunity you have to be able to um, get your work in front of somebody that's actually looking for it. They're actually searching for it. So just keep in mind if you can um, make that search easy, that's going to be a huge advantage to you, to you.
0: awesome points for sure. So maybe looking at your, yeah, your profile from the outside, you know, see it as maybe somebody that doesn't know you would see it for the first time and review it and make sure that every, you know, you can get around and everything makes sense. So very, very, very good feedback for sure. Um, I'm going to, Oh,
1: yeah, I was just going to throw out there. I mean, there's, there's a, um, there's a lot of things that are being done, you know, by a lot of different um, artists, different collectors, different people within the space where they'll do, you know, collection reviews, they'll do um shilling, or we are not going to call them shilling anymore, but opportunities to share your work, opportunities to share um your friends' work. It'd be great um to start doing some uh hey, let's do uh let's do some profile reviews. Let's look at how You've got your stuff set up, how if it's easy to find you and sometimes getting another set of eyes on that might really, really help you be able to improve that and make it really work. So just throw it out there because I know um, I know a lot of people are are looking for ways to get into doing their own spaces and hosting their own spaces. And that's something that you probably could do. And you get some uh, feedback on how those profiles look, how easy it is to navigate them. You'd probably really be able to um, help a lot of people improve and if you're, if, you're, um, benef- if you're one of the people that's asking for that review, I think it'd be a huge, huge benefit.
0: Great way to support each other for sure. Um, thank you for that. And we're going to go ahead and move on to our next hand raised. Um, and Delik, I think you were the next one. How are you this morning?
11: uh fine thank you actually it's night. uh in turkey uh that's right uh... sorry <laughs> <laughs> no problem uh it's always uh nice to hear you and nice to talk with you uh i wanna say uh, something about this community as you know i'm near, i'm a newborn I'm almost here uh for one month but uh until now uh I didn't feel like uh, I belong anywhere uh, I was like someone who was always uh, fighting alone uh but uh for the first time. I feel uh, myself like I found a place where I feel peaceful uh, and happy, because uh, what I uh, here is like an utopia. Actually, I'm living in a dystopia uh, nowadays because, uh, as you know, what's happening in Turkey uh, here is like an utopia. All people try to help each other. All people try to guide each other. Uh, uh, And they uh, do it honestly. Uh, They want to help each other because uh, they understand uh, people grow together, uh, not uh, pushing on uh, one's uh, back. Uh, This is so important. I uh, connect with many photographers uh, in one month uh, in Twitter. Before NFT, I was a a good Twitter uh, user, but uh, I just use here uh, to talk about uh, political and social uh, issues on Turkey and uh, sometimes sharing my photos. Uh, But uh, for one month, uh, I started to use uh, here uh, for NFT world and I connect with many new photographers uh, and they become uh, my close friends. We exchange uh, ideas uh, with them. We help each other. Um, No social platform uh, has been able to achieve this so far, Uh, Writing because um, just writing is not enough. Uh, in here, uh, in spaces, we hear our, our voices. Uh, we can feel uh, people. Uh, that's uh, one of the best uh, way to understand each other. Uh, so I I really like uh, being here. Yes, uh, my English is not so good. Yes, I have trouble in speaking English. Uh, normally, I'm a good speaker in my own language and I'm a TEDx speaker. I'm going making speech to universities in my uh, country. Uh, but it's uh, so hard to speak in English for me. But all the people uh, in all spaces encourage uh, the others to speak. Uh, that is so valuable. Uh, what I see in this community is really unbelievable. Uh, sometimes I'm uh, thinking if it's real or not. Uh, and uh, Joshua uh, said his uh, wife has uh, trouble uh, about what shilling is. Uh, imagine me. I'm looking at dict- dictionaries uh, to understand what's shilling, uh, but uh, it's uh, it has really different meanings, and it's so hard for me. Uh, I think I... Ha- uh, it's uh, take my two weeks to understand what's chilling. Still, I have trouble in Discord, uh, But I really love uh, many of uh, my friends, many of the photographers uh, or community members. Uh, I connect, try to help me. They send shik- screenshots. Uh, Dilek, look at here. Dilek, check here. You can see all the things here. Uh, that is marvelous. Uh, that's why I love uh, community that that's why I start uh, to uh, feel that I'm uh, belong uh, to a, a place uh, I, I just want to uh, say this and uh, I just want to thank uh, all of you because uh, what you are doing is really so important. For uh, all of us, Um, thank you so much for everything.
0: Thank you so much for sharing with us that was fantastic and I was gonna say I'm so proud of you because I think this is the first time I've heard you speak with you didn't start with my English isn't very good and I'm glad to hear that because you do a fantastic job and you do such a great job of jumping into this space and embracing it wholeheartedly and um, that's how you get so much out of the space is you give to the space and you get it back and that is so fantastic. Um, It's, you know, that's what is important about our community and something that we need to recognize how important it is and how special it is, contribute to it and also protect it. I mean, it is something that like we've said today we get to make that decision and so making sure that we understand what we really appreciate and cultivate that for the future is really really important so thank you and i agree i realized we had someone ask in discord recently what is shilling and i thought good grief this is this definitely is something that um is is something that doesn't make sense at all so i'm so happy we're having the time to talk about this this morning and and define it and decide where we want to take it from this point forward so thank you so much. Go ahead, Joshua.
2: Emma, I think you brought up something that's uh, really just extends why we should use sharing instead of shilling, because if we start using sharing and stop using that word shilling, people won't use it anymore because it doesn't make any sense. So that I think that's more powerful than anything else is that it's just got to stop using the word and it'll just disappear. It's not a normal word in our in our vocabulary anyways.
1: Yeah, I, th- I so agree with that, and um, I'm so happy that that was brought up today because when you start talking about sharing, the do's and don'ts of sharing, it's a little different. Um, I think a lot of the don'ts you don't even have to talk about because sharing's completely different. It's just a different connotation. It's a different meaning. And um, uh, it's I don't know. I think it changes the entire psychology behind it. And we can leave shilling to um, the generative art space and to maybe some door to door salesmen. And um, this one of one artist space, shilling's no more. I, I just, I love it. I think it's the, the most important thing that's happened during this space today is really realizing that the terminology itself, um, it's, it's, you, when you start with that terminology, you're already kind of starting in a hole. And so um, we can just do away with that. It, it's our space. And that's what's amazing. Like we're building this Web3 space. And so, yeah, let's do this. I, I love it.
0: All right. Very good. Thank you guys so much. Um, I think, Victor, I think you've had your hand up. I have you down as next. Would you like to share with us this morning?
12: Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Um, good morning. So
12: honored to be here. Nice to meet you all. I see a lot of my new friends here in this space. So I'm happy to, to speak for these 250 people. I don't feel pressure, but I feel responsibility. So let's speak a bit about something good. Uh, how I approach this sharing. Uh, a lot being said about... Looking on it from business perspective or marketing perspective, I'm not so good in business I'm not so good in marketing, but I try to look at it on it from family perspective. When we want to build a relationship, we really want to build it based on respect, based on trust and which is the most important based on passion on what we really love and I'm not really against this thirty seconds dates, you know, which are a bit parallel to these spaces where we should share our work in 30 seconds. But I think it it won't work out for a long perspective. And, like, we want to build long-term relationship. We are building our future all together. So, in my opinion, it is really important to to prove that and to, to do that based on our doings, based on our story and tell this story i'm not a businessman i'm a photographer and my photograph my photos they they reflect me and this is the way how i can tell my story and the second way how how i can tell my story i can speak to people to people and listen to people not hear but but listen to people and basically i can try to support them with some feedback try to support them with sharing work i love and trying to support them in direct messages if they need some help or ask for help or just send them funny picture, you know, and, and like answer on their support by, by just making their smile. This is really simple thing to do, but it makes so much easier our path together. So yeah, this is basically what I wanted to share and I'm really grateful for, for being here for speaking here and for building these long-term relationships with, with new friends. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Victor, for that. Um, I think it was beautifully said, and um, I really appreciate it. And yeah, when you start talking about it from the context of we're sharing, then it makes that whole concept and idea of you know, sharing, you're building relationships and you're building real authentic relationships. It makes it that much more um, easy to understand. I mean, it's it's all part of the same thing. So thank you so much uh, for what you had to say. Really appreciate that.
0: Great feedback for sure, Victor. Thank you so much. Um, and we'll go ahead and see Gabri- Gabriella. Do you have something you would like to
13: share with us this morning? Um, hey, guys. And hi. Hi. Um, how's how's actually, the coffee? It's really good. Um, I I was just telling Josh I got rubbed. I went downstairs to make espresso and um, had to <laughs> come back into the room. But um, I actually wanted to ask a question about something that Josh brought up. And um, I'm not going to name names either, but I I don't know if it's the post you were talking about, but I saw something where this, you know, this large account with over 100,000 followers had used a photographer's photo in an engagement thread and didn't properly tag the photographer. And, you know, a bunch of other photographers came to that photographer's uh, defense in terms of that large account using the photo without their permission. And I remember like the thread got a little bit heated and there was some arguing. And I was just wondering, like, if that happens to somebody to a photographer on here and, you know, maybe they don't have people coming to their defense and they're, you know, they're a little bit nervous to say something like maybe it bothers them and they're nervous to say something because this account has, you know, big followers and, maybe the photographer feels smaller or doesn't want to ruffle any feathers or or make any enemies. What do you think is the best way to go about that in terms of asking that account to remove it or just be like, hey, can you actually tag me in the text so everyone can see that it's mine? Um, Because I I do feel like, luckily for that one photographer, people kind of defended him, but um, I just feel like people might, not want their, you know, might want to be credited for their work, but might be nervous about speaking up about it. So what do you think is like a good way to approach that?
2: I I just want to say that the point of me bringing it up and me also tweeting about it was specifically because of the etiquette that was used in going about using the photo. It, It wasn't that the individual used the photo it was that there was no communication with the creator or artist beforehand especially considering the fact that they didn't purchase the piece so they didn't have a right and the fact that they felt that they had a right is the real issue and I think that I mean I'm biased because that's what I did but I feel like that's exactly what us as a community should do is we need to call out those kinds of situations and those kinds of actions because they're not right. There's a certain way that you can go about it. And this goes back to what we were talking about with being able to hide behind a PFP and not be necessarily who you would be in real life. If you're in front of, I, I know alpha you made a joke about like door to door salesman, a door to door salesman is going to have a certain etiquette because they don't want the people to slam the door in their face. But on Twitter that, that that doesn't happen. So it's almost like you have to put yourself in a position where you're not, you don't have a phone between you and the person, but you have nothing between you two. And you have to continually think about it in that manner. And it's really hard to forget because this is such a superficial thing that we have in front of us. Um, I think spaces is doing a great job in creating an atmosphere in which we realize, Hey, Gabriella, you're not just a PFP. You're a real person. Everyone else here is a real person and they have feelings. Uh, But, but yeah, I think, to answer your question directly, is that that is exactly what needs to happen. I'm not sure, to be honest, that I would have done that being here a month or two and being here for, uh, as well, I don't know, I've been here since like uh, June of last year. So not that long, but I've been here long enough to know, hey, that's not how we act. And I, I don't know if it'll go far enough uh, um, on me alone, but if it's not just me. And there's a lot of other people that are doing it as well. That just speak up and say, "Hey, this isn't going to be accepted." I think we're moving in the right direction. I don't know if it ever solves the problem, though. But at least we're trying to do something to fix it.
13: Yeah, I just, I, I just want to say, like, I appreciated you speaking up about it because that's what I was trying to say. A lot of people might not have because, and, and it's unfortunate, but people might be nervous to speak up just because of the size of a certain account and they don't want to burn a bridge or something. So um, that's what I was trying to say. So um, I did appreciate you speaking up and it looked like after you did, a lot of people followed suit. So I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah. And if I can just throw in there, um, I would say that it's always good to speak up. Um, Obviously, you have to be careful about how you go about speaking up. Um, but really, artists, you, you have the opportunity to um, protect the value of your work. And one thing that devalues your work is when people are taking that and they are uh, using it for whatever purpose that they decide that they want to use it for, Um, They're not crediting you or sometimes even if they do credit you, um, they don't have any right to do that. And if somebody hasn't bought it, they certainly don't have that right. Um, And so literally you have the opportunity to protect the value of what you're producing. And um, it has to, I mean, it literally is going to have to be done in the long-term big picture in order to be able to preserve, and increase um, the value, the perceived value by the community um, of what you're doing. And so, there's a lot of, you know, decisions that have to be made on on that, in that, in that I guess, in, in about that. I would also say that, you know, and I've learned this myself, and it's really easy to um, make assumptions about motivation. And sometimes the motivations are really, really easy to see. And, um, in my real life, uh, the way I've operated always is sometimes people make mistakes. Um, like I'll have maybe employees and they'll, they'll do something and they make a mistake and it could cost, it could cost thousands. It could cost hundreds of thousands of dollars because they made a bad decision or they did something that was, you know, was not right. They, they made a, they just did something wrong. Um, The way I've always dealt with that is I try to look at the motivation and where was their motivation, something self-interest, were they trying to do something to benefit themselves? Um, And that's why they did this. And if if that's the case, my um, response is always um, way different than if I look at it and I realize that, hey, maybe they didn't really know better. They weren't, uh, they hadn't been trained correctly or they were trying to, they were literally trying to do the best thing for the company or for the customer. And so um, their motivation was good. And so I think it's always important to look at the motivation. And sometimes people just may not know any better and um, their motivation isn't is it wrong. But a lot of times it is. And so you can pretty easily see a lot of times if the motivation for doing something is literally just a self-interest, they're trying to help themselves in some way. And if that's the case, um, the way you actually even react to it can be differently. And so I would just throw that out there. It's a, it's a really important thing, but yeah, I definitely think that these things like somebody basically stealing your work, um, you can't tolerate it. You can't tolerate it as a community and you've got to be able to stand together, um, united and uh, stop that because ultimately it devalues your work and it devalues everyone's work. And so it's really important.
2: Uh, I'll say one more thing about this and and then we can, we can move on because I don't want to, I don't think we want to spend too much time on it. But I I think the, uh, the reason why there was an argument that ensued was because of a disconnect with what exactly the issue was. And maybe this needs to be stated because we are recording this is that the argument that was brought back at it was that what's wrong with the issue. I'm creating all this engagement for this artist through using his photo. Um, And it's not, I mean, this is the first time I think in history as far as social media goes and artistry is that while, I mean, yeah, you should put a little stock into your follower count or your likes or your retweets and stuff like that engagement overall is not necessarily going to be a byproduct of success in the space. It's just a statistic and you have to keep it in, in, in that, in that realm. When it overtakes everything, it becomes a sickness and something that can overtake your mind and really will affect your ability to lose sight of what the bigger picture here is. And it's creating something that is unique, is something that you can look at and be proud of no matter what your follower count is or likes or whatever that matters, because that is not really going to be what's going to show what your success is in the future. So that goes into the fact of not being afraid just because someone has a couple hundred thousand followers on their Twitter of, of, uh, being like, Oh, not you Gabrielle, but say, uh, you have 500 followers for instance, and the person has 250,000 followers and you call them out. Um, you shouldn't feel, and they're not doing something that's right. You shouldn't feel like you can't just because of your follower count. Um, If you really are a genuine individual and you feel you feel a certain way and you feel righteous in that way, there is nothing wrong with you saying, hey, this is not right. This is what should be done about it.
1: Yeah, one thousand percent. And if it's ever me, if um. Definitely just send me a message and um, I will make it right immediately. (laughs) I promise. We're not.
2: Yeah, for, for the record, we're not talking about Alpha here.
0: and that's yeah definitely great points that we can make a difference and that's part of the support for for our community and for each other whether it's something good or looking out and saying hey I don't think that this is right you know we are looking out for each other and yes we can also the great thing about our community is we can also have that opportunity to reach out to one another and say hey I noticed this and were these your intentions and actually have that opportunity to connect and sometimes it's just not right and you do have to be the one to to start the to stand up and say, hey, this isn't how it should be. So if we continue to do that, we'll definitely make a difference um, and be able to support those that might be a little shy to do so. So very great point for sure. Um, I think, Jor, you've had your hand up for a while. Is that, am I saying your name correctly, George? GM?
14: Yeah, yeah, you are. Thank you. I appreciate that, Meta. What's going on? Hey, Josh. Hey, Alpha. How you guys doing today? GM.
15: GM. Hey, GM.
14: Thanks, yo. I just wanted to come up here um, real quick. I, I feel like um, so much of what I was going to say was already said by um, some of the, my friends on stage and probably better than I can. Um, just amazing, amazing sentiments up here, especially after like a rough weekend with, you know, Sea kind of having a, a, a small panic attack and some, some profile picture drama. You know, getting back to a Monday and, and getting back to the grind and having this space to kind of reset what the grind should look like. I think is really, really, really powerful. So I've been here just kind of like getting up and doing things, buzzing off of what everybody's sharing. Um, I won't take up too much time, but I wanted to echo something that Alpha mentioned that really resonated with me. Um, I'm a photographer as well. Um, When Alpha mentioned, you know, as a collector that he likes, loves to buy art from people that he likes, um, I I keep replaying that same quote in my head. because I think that's a common theme that we see when we're on Twitter. We see a lot of, you know, photographers and artists in general getting some sales, and it's, it seems pretty consistent. Um, but I don't think it's just because of the quality of their work. I'm sure in some cases it, it could be about that. But I also really have come to find that these people are making connections. These people are supporting their friends in the space. These people are are, 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 are building up the connections that have been made to, to not only show that they've collected a bunch of stuff, but they collect people who they actually really resonate with. Um and and I think that's like to Josh's point, what is Web3 to you? Um to me, that's what it's all about. It's like what's your legacy out here? Um how are people gonna resonate and remember you? And I don't think it's gonna come down to, you know, how people are gonna remember you not for what you mint or what you drop or how many followers you get. They're gonna really remember how you make them feel um and and that i think that is more powerful than any any sale or retweet i mean those things are important and that's of course i'm not trying to undermine that but that that connection when like you have someone that wants to see what are you working on or can i get your opinion on this um you know i have some of my friends who aren't in web3 who are like hey you know how's the sales going and i'm like oh you know that's happening but what i have been able to do is is make friends with people someone in this room who i can talk to and ask questions and And get feedback from like that is is priceless and i think when you lead with that i think the other parts of of what what we see on twitter and and with the sales comes after it um and 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 and, you know for anyone who doesn't believe that to be the case um i'm not trying to you know talk about myself too much but i had my first sale a couple of weeks ago um i was i was in the camp of shilling The wrong way until i actually saw josh dude i i I don't remember whose whose tweet it was but someone was like i got a couple eve looking to buy some work and you commented you were like are you really (laughs) and and from that moment i was like wait is is, am i doing this shilling thing wrong and and research and heard some more from josh and his um we love the photographer space about this topic and realized yeah this might not be the best way to do this um so i'm i'm very down with like changing shill to share um shill has the word ill in it (laughs) it never seemed healthy it also sounds like shrill it's not a good time um but anyway yeah i i I, my my point in saying all that is um i think we're gonna be remembered for like how we really do make people feel and you know my first sale um i woke up one sunday after a long work week my nine to five kicked me in the butt um nfts are are moving at a, a mile a second and it can be a little overwhelming so i woke up just tired for you know, a long week one Sunday, and hopped on Twitter and just DM some of my friends that I met, and then continue the conversation. One of those friends, you know, just while we were talking about our plans for the weekend, our travel plans, and and how we're gonna relax and have sweatpants Sunday. Um, in that conversation, I got my first sale. I didn't chill anything. We didn't talk about even photography, but that that friend of mine, um, she, I, from what I'm assuming, resonated with with our connection and and our friendship and said I wanted to, I want to support a friend. And and for anyone that doesn't believe that like there's a real, real bigger benefit than the sales to like making connections, trust me, it feels it feels amazing. I was waiting for that open seat email and wondering what that was gonna feel like. And and beyond just like the fact that I, you know, I made a sale, the fact that I know I made a sale to someone who actually accepts me and likes me and and we have things in common. Um, And I can be safe and be vulnerable around and and be myself and not just be my PFP. I think that is worth more than the the ETH that I got from the sale. Um, So, you know, I want to have more conversations like that and make more connections like that. You know, when I see things like ETH Denver happening, I love when I see different Twitter entities in one picture in a group shot um that's my goal i want to be able to go to an event and and someone says oh that's Jor." let's let, let's let's connect you know or if i could see someone that i've resonated with and do the same thing um so just want to echo what was already shared about you know re- letting yourself shine through as much as possible um and allowing the sales and, and that kind of stuff to to follow after but keep those connections alive because i have friends on this stage um josh gabby who I I can talk to on a regular basis and and get insight from and that's invaluable um and I just want to just you know just echo what, what was already said but just kind of share my my perspective too so uh thank you for letting me speak and and this space has like galvanized me for the week and <laughs> I'm I'm buzzing I'm juiced up so uh yeah thank you everybody
2: uh Jordan are we supposed to call you now?
14: Dude, <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. Jor, short for Jordan. I go by either. Either is cool, man.
2: <laughs> the only thing that I'll comment on because everything you said was so succinctly put um, is is uh, the feeling that might be more powerful than just the feeling of getting that open sea. Hey, your work has sold. Is when you are able to create that feeling for other friends that you in relationships you've created in the space. And I think once you've been able to do both or have both experienced both, you really understand and have more insight on how the, uh, NFT ecosystem is specifically supposed to work. So you're already speaking it and I see you, you also showing it. And I think, uh, it is really important that when you speak and how you treat others, they, it, it, they might not remember exactly what you said, but they do remember how they felt uh, based on you. So if they feel warm and fuzzy, like I always do when I hear you speak, Jordan, you're doing something right.
14: Thanks, Jay. I appreciate you, man. You already know uh, I, I can
2: ask Josh any
14: any question any day and he'll just give me, you know, the answer I need. And I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, this this space is, I think, exactly the kind of conversations we need to be having. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just you know, I, I shared this link with some friends who aren't even in NFTs yet just to be like, hey, like this is a really good starting point, because like we all talked about when you hear about shilling, it's like, what what is that? <laughs> so, you know, just I, I think this is a really, really powerful um thing that is happening in in this moment. And I just want to say thanks for letting me come up.
0: Awesome to share with uh, Jor, and nice to meet you. So thank you for coming up and speaking, for sure. Um, And Jassy, I think you are our next one to speak. How are you this morning or this evening for you, I'm sure?
16: Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Medajangal. Thank you, Elfa, Joshua. Uh, thanks for um, letting me come up. Yeah, it's almost midnight in India, and uh, I, I was I was a little tired today. And uh, but the moment I saw this space, I had to come. Uh, I had to join. And you know, the best part about today's space is no more shilling. Uh, no more shilling. This is this is so positive, man. This is so positive. You know, uh, I'm I'm very new to. Uh, uh, the NFT space, NFT world, and uh, uh, I, having myself established in the physical world of photography for 12 years and all, and uh, coming to NFT, I was really lost because the first word that I heard was shilling, and I was somewhere down the line not comfortable when when sharing my work because um, because I don't know the connotations were not positive. And I was a little lost. Um, I will also share once that um, uh, in one of the spaces uh, that I thought that uh, uh, Paish will be able to make some sale because it was so much of people there attending that kind of space. And for me to get my turn to speak, uh, it took me 12 hours um, to be very and um, there was a lot of gibberish talk going on, and I hated myself for for having waited. That that FOMO kind of took over me initially, that uh, I don't didn't want to miss. Uh, but then then that was the turning point in my life, and I said no, uh, nothing of this sort ever again, um, because I'm an artist i understand i understand marketing is important i understand reaching out to people is important i understand that bringing more eyeballs to your work is important because until unless more and more people see your work uh, how will they take a decision to even even buy uh, and how will they even take interest in that but then then i realize that no, you have to be natural and uh, you the, the biggest do's is that uh, and the the best part that I like, which is connected um, with with uh, Web three, the the version that I'm looking at it, is that building the community and lifting people up. So growing together. Um, I be, I feel more com- comfortable when I'm sharing my friends' works because I personally believe that I don't know somebody mentioned that. Um, um, if, if you have to maintain a balance, I don't remember some uh, who, but you have to maintain a balance. If you don't share your work, how will how will people see your work? But I feel that when I'm sharing somebody's work, uh, a friend's work, there are going to be many people who are going to click on my profile and come to uh, uh, the links that are shared on my profile and will go to check my work as well. Anyway, even, even if they don't do, I'm perfectly all right because because I feel that if I'm sharing somebody's work, somebody else will also share my work and I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable in that kind of scenario. And to be very honest, all the sales that I made, whether Alpha bought a uh, uh, couple of images or whether uh, other couple of people bought uh, two images, um, I have... Uh, uh, these four sales have not happened because I so-called did the shilling. I I I did not even talk about my work in those uh, scenarios. I, I just... Uh, was talking about something and and things started happening. I think this is the best way, and uh, this is uh, this is the right way as well, in my, in my opinion. And um, the turn turnaround in my life in in an NFT this short span in NFT happened when when my dear friend Samya, who was talking way back early uh, in this space only talking making some points about the shilling threads and all. Uh, he I was really lost and he said that how about try uh, just go to better jungle and try uh, try that uh, discord and and uh, the the group on uh, Twitter as well and I did that um, and I'm so happy that I did. i I am so delighted I'm at peace because the moment I am in that discord, even if I'm not posting anything I the moment I'm looking at reading the stuff being posted by others, you feel that you are in a family. Um, I felt at home. To be very honest, there is no chest thumping going on. There is there is no self pompous kind of shilling going on. There is no pretentious uh, 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 pretensions um, going on. There is everybody is real, and that is what is the best about an artist. No matter what kind of field that he comes from, he could be a digital artist, he could be a photographer, he could be a painter, uh, whatever. But people here are genuinely behaving and and being there as they truly are, and that's the best part. And um, and I don't know, I'm I'm really overwhelmed right now um, with emotions because. I was really skeptical uh, to join NFT and I was really lost and I was confused whether I'm in the right space or not because of so many um, things were happening. And now I know that I'm in the right place. I'm in amongst the right people. And um, there's nothing better and nothing, uh, no more um, kind of uh, sense of insecurities because of you wonderful people and because of just Deciding today that no more shilling, just sharing. This speaks volumes. This speaks volumes. I'm I'm so comfortable. I'll be more than happy now to talk about my stories, to really hop onto spaces and share whatever best I know about my work and myself and others uh, who are my friends here in the same um, world of NFT. Thank you so much, Alpha, Joshua, Emma, uh, it's it's so good.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Jesse. I really, really appreciate that. really appreciate the sentiment. And it really is it's so amazing when you start really thinking about the difference between sharing and shilling and how Shilling has a very selfish connotation and sharing is, the exact opposite of that. So when you're sharing, um, it means that you're, you're helping other people and it really fits into that whole, uh, idea of just building relationships and, um, supporting one another. And so thank you very much. And I also want to just give you a quick shout out. and Thank you because you, um, you really kind of set an example. You set, you know, you figured out a way to put a license right in your, um, open uh, description, And um, I think that's something that's great because you helped kind of eliminate some of the confusion that could exist between potential collectors and artists. And um, I think you've probably done something that's going to, um, you know, kind of take a really kind of shape the future a little bit because um, instead of having confusion, you've done something that's just kind of eliminated that. And so I appreciate that very, very much. And so it's amazing somebody coming into the space and being fairly new and still being able to do something that's going to really benefit um, every single person in the space. So um, big props and thank you to you.
16: I don't know why, why uh, Twitter has changed those uh, emojis I, I really hate it. Uh, I, I wish I had that hundred up. I wish that they introduce hugs here. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, uh, uh, the current ones just somehow don't make sense. I, I want to express myself in a better, better way. And thank you, Alpha, for, uh, for being there. And it really means a lot.
0: And thank you, Jazzy. Um, and that's a good point that, you know, we all can make a difference for sure. And it is encouraging too, for me in the space that so many people do have a reservation with shilling. I think that's a good thing that it doesn't sit easy with so many people. And so we'll go ahead and make that change. And um, like we, I know it sounds cliche, but be the change, show the change we wanna make or be the change we wanna see. So um, we'll tell our friends, this is, this is where it changes guys. <laughs> and next up i think we have gian i am not gonna get your name right i'm very sorry i'm not sure is it gian luca
17: yeah yeah yes yeah. Uh, gian luca with DJ hard i'm not spanish i'm from italy so uh, it's okay <laughs> no problem <laughs>
0: good morning i was guessing too where to put that space i thought that was your first and last so good morning and nice to hear from you
17: yeah yeah thank you. Uh thank you. I'm so happy of course to be here and uh I want to say that I totally agree with the all the people that that speak uh, before me and I want first of all first to First to say what I have to say, I want to uh, say thanks to Alpha because uh, uh, yesterday we have uh, uh, we have had a little chat uh, and uh, I did all the suggestion and I'm so happy to have a chat with him because uh, every time and I talk with for me of course every time I, I have to uh, send a DM or try to approach a big collector, uh, it's it's like to to talk with a uh, a god and I'm always so shy to, to 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 what I have to do so this time it was so clever and my my techniques work so now we are we are friends and I'm so so happy so uh, back on track I want to have a small chat with the Alpha and Joshua of course and Joshua nice to meet you I'm a new your new follower right now and uh, I, I want to I want to speak to talk about a, a, a topic that I, I care and I care about myself, because uh, I have the sensation that in this space, uh, in the NFT space, the landscape photography is considered a sort of B series of photography, and I really can't figure out why. I mean, uh, when I have had a small chat with other collectors. They always say to me, No, 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 I really love landscape, of course, but not too much to purchase one of it at this cost. Because with the same money, I, and I talk as a, as a collector, I can take a, a plane and go in this location and live by myself in first person that emotion. Because, yes, most of the people consider the landscape as a landscaper as a postcard maker but it's very wrong because we 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 do a lot of effort we spend a lot of time to reach our goal our situation and there is a lot of stuff behind the simple sunset or background foreground all the all the thing that that you you see you know in, in the photos and that is a really shame for me because i i don't figure out how to how to lead the viewer inside this emotion that I feel when I'm in field and I always try to bring inside the photo and a part of Alpha and other two or three collectors that I know, the other collectors in this space, and I mean Twitter, uh, love mostly uh, reportage or uh, 3D art or PFP or FPF, I, I never I never remember how, how to say. And this is really, really a shame things. And I, I wanted to ask to Alf and Joshua why, and in your opinion, if you have the same sensation.
1: Um, yeah, I don't mind saying, no, I, I definitely don't have that feeling. And I definitely don't feel like landscape is, um, you know, a B compared to some other genre of uh, photography. Um, I appreciate and uh, love all types of photography and, um, I buy what I love. And if you noticed, I, I buy a lot of landscape photography, but for me to love it, it has to be emotion evoking. And so to me, somebody that can take a landscape and take that photograph and, um, create something that evokes emotion without, um, a human element in it. Um, that's incredible. And so I have nothing but the utmost respect for anyone that can do that. And so, I mean, I think not all art is emotion evoking. um, And so you got to keep that in mind. Um, But a photographer that can take a a landscape photograph and evoke emotion from it, that's incredible. Um, It's an amazing talent. I have nothing but mad respect for that. And so I I wouldn't necessarily feel that way at all um, about, I mean, there's all kinds of people in the space. There's all kinds of collectors. I wouldn't worry too much about what they might be saying. What you've got to do is focus on your passion, what you love, and um, there's going to be other people that are going to also love that. And so just uh, remember there's lots of noise and just uh, don't focus on the noise. That would be my, um, that'd be my recommendation.
17: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is great because, of course, I, I was a photographer before that space, before Twitter. Uh, I, I started almost seven years ago, so all of my photo, all of my entire know-how, I was built in, during this year. So, but but that it was a, a, only a feeling. That talking with the with people, with the collectors, and uh, of course, I, I I would like to to know your point of view, and uh, thank you, thank you for your kind words, and uh, I want to know about uh, how Joshua uh, think about if you if he has an opinion about.
2: I'm going to default on, uh, and thank you, thank you for saying what you said and for coming up, obviously, and speaking as well. But um, I'm going to default on the opinion that. Just because something is popular does not mean that you should do it, and that's because it might not be who you are. It's really important to determine, and, and this is a, this is a life question that I think is hard for some, and and was hard for me up until recently. Uh, in the last couple of years, to and I'm rather rather young at thirty two, but like everyone grows at different rates. In understanding who you are as an individual it is really hard, especially when you have things like um, TV, video games, social media, uh, news, anything really. It's a distraction uh, and doesn't give you enough time to necessarily sit back, have your alone time and really figure out what you want to be and what you don't want to be and who you want to associate with and who you don't want to associate with um and not allow yourself to be consumed with because i feel we all want to be accepted at the end of the day but just just being accepted isn't enough um if it's based on you not being who you are you you want to be accepted for who you are first first of all so when it comes to creating um we've seen landscape be very popular uh recently street portrait seems to be taking a little more of the front and center stage. I think that uh, it doesn't matter what kind of photography you do or how you go about sharing it um, or what different perspective you come from. It's going to de- be determined on how you express it and show it to to the world. Um, that's really going to determine you being successful or, or not or relating with people or not. Um, and there's no... <laughs> If people are looking for like the, uh, the, the key or the secret sauce, it, and, and the secret sauce is really being who you are. I've said that like five times, but it's really important to say it because it, it, it's, it's not something that I can tell you or Alpha can tell you or anyone here can tell you. It's a matter of you taking the information and the framework from which you uh, might say, oh, that person's been successful – how can you apply it to your life with, while also not allowing yourself to lose your soul and who you are, the essence of who you are?
17: Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 tremendous truly, thanks. And uh, yeah, of course, of course, what, what you say is, uh, is absolutely uh, true and I 100% agree with you. And uh, for in, fa- in fact, uh, I've decided to jump in space more frequent, frequently ju- just to... Sorry, the train passed <laughs> just to to uh, to to have the possibility to be myself to talk to speech even if it's not my language, as you can notice of course, but uh, day after day I try to to learn uh, better than English and I want to explain. Uh, more fluency my idea my opinion and that's probably a, a really secret to be your, be yourself and uh, try to to arrive at the people may i say arrive yes in figurative way, of course and that's that's my my new kind of view my new way to see the space and I, I i like to share the other goal of a friend of mine i like to share other collection other photo it doesn't matter if uh in, in in a month on a two two three months i have no sale and my friend yes i'm so happy to the to to share with them the this incredible achievement and that that's for me is the big plus of this space and uh thank you thank you for your opinion and thank you to allow me to speak in this space it's very i'm so grateful
0: Thank you so much for coming up and sharing. And I have to say, I apologize. You have changed your PFP, and I'm used to your I'm used to your, <laughs> your face there.
17: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. no I, I I come back to my you know, curly hair uh, picture style. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like seeing your smiling face there so I apologize thank you. for that thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing with us this morning and asking your question good to hear from you for sure and I want to let everybody know unfortunately we are going to have a hard stop at 1230 um, so we've got a little bit more time left here I know that's always the hard part with spaces because we love having the conversation and there's always so much great information the time flies by so fast so we will try and hear from the rest of our speakers on the floor, but I did want to let you guys know. So um, absolutely love all the conversation that's been shared this morning, guys. It's been a fantastic time together. Um, with that said, um, Lauren, I think you might be the next. I know you've, um, you've gotten rugged a few times, fallen in and out, but good morning. How are you?
15: Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Emma, Alpha, Josh, everyone here. Thank you so much for bearing with me as I got rugged. I guess my phone just hates it when I come to y'all spaces. <laughs> it's so frustrating, but again, thank you for bringing me back up, uh, despite all the technical difficulties. Um, I'll keep it short because I know that y'all been going forever. But this has been an incredible space. Just really loved hearing from everyone who's coming up who has come up to speak and I am just wholeheartedly behind this concept of sharing over, sh- overshilling. Like well, as soon as I heard that when it was brought up, I think maybe like 30 to 45 minutes ago, I was thinking, yes, this is absolutely how we need to start defining, you know, how we get eyes on our work. Um, just because I know for me that personally, that's the reason that I have been able to make so many sales, uh, coming into this space, uh, it in april 2021 to now it's because of the community around me it's because people were uh, kind enough to share my work and they believed in me as an artist and they continued to support me and you know i also supported them so i i think that's just what makes uh the nft photography space so wonderful is that we do we really are able to rally around one another and um And your retweet, you know, could be the reason your friend gets that next sale. Um, And I think, you know, as we start thinking about how to balance it out I was just thinking oh man like how cool would it be if you know like once a week or once a day or however you know you wanted to do it what if we just like went through and just like retweeted someone's you know like pin tweet with all their works or what if you decided you know I have a friend who just hasn't made sales and I really want to see them make a sale I really want them to see uh, I really want to see them have the success they deserve what if you just like did a thread you know about their work you know just put it out there, told their story for them. Uh, Well, not for them, but, you know, in support of them and, you know, just did something for, you know, to help someone else. And I think that's how, you know, that's how we take web two to web three. You know, like it's, of course, you know, we all want to see success ourselves and we want to make that sale, but it truly is being for others and being, you know, community minded and being and putting others before yourself and having that humility to, to say, you know, like today, I'd like a sale, but I I want my my friend, you know, over here to have that sale more than I do, and um, I just I know that that's a huge reason why I've been so successful in this space be- because I had other people who believed in me and who just continued to put my work out there more than I did, and you know, I I that's what I just I I honestly love sharing my friend's work more than I like sharing my own, <laughs> and. You know, my timeline is just always going to be full of retweets of other people. And I don't, you know, at the end of the day, like if someone doesn't like that, I don't care. You know, I, I would much rather someone come to my feed and see the incredible work that I'm inspired by because I, as an artist and as a photographer you know my I'm shaped you know by the influence of everyone here and you know I I'm constantly introduced to just more phenomenal artists each and every day people I never would have heard of or you know become friends with if I hadn't you know stumbled upon a tweet or been in a Twitter space and you know it's just I just I just love it like I've made lifelong friendships and relationships and like the r- relational aspect of the photography space is I think what is going to carry us, you know, into s- to seeing success ourselves. So yes, thank you again for letting me speak. It's been a pleasure and I've just so enjoyed learning from everyone else here and I look forward to continuing to learn from you all.
0: Great to hear from you, Lauren, and thank you for that, and thank you for some great examples of how to put that in practice, um, how to share and support each other, because that's um, that's definitely action that can make a huge difference.
1: Yeah, I would just say that I love that idea of actually doing a post about where you're sharing, um, you know, somebody else's work, and I think that it speaks volumes to me as a collector about that person and about you, and so, I think it's just it's it's an incredible um, it's an incredible idea, and it's definitely something that literally the best way to promote yourself is to help others, and if you do that, um, I think it's the, the fastest path to success. And so, thank you very much. Appreciate that.
0: And um, it looks like is it Emory? I think you would be our next speaker
18: hello everyone hope you are good all morning.
0: fine
18: good morning uh it is emre uh, i'm independent photographer uh to thank you for giving chance to speak uh i have a question but before the question uh, i would like to tell something uh what i would like to tell is that although i am very very new to the nft world and community uh i'm like i have been in here for a long time uh, because everyone here's here helps each other uh, I sometimes wake up at midnight, reply some other artists, then sleep again. Uh, normally, I don't have such motivation for anything. Uh, however, I have a huge enthusiasm against the art, and the community increases my motivation and enthusiasm. Uh, I don't know any other platforms that art and artists are appreciated like that. Uh, it is just great. Uh, as my close friend, Dile has just said, uh, it is like an utopia. Uh as it comes to my question, uh, I am a student um, student, and a young photographer who is very new to the NFT world. Uh, do you have any special suggestion for young artists who are new to the NFT? Uh, kindly, in, thanks in advance for your important answers.
1: Um, I would just say that I think everything that we've talked about today... Um, applies to you um, just like it applies to everyone else uh, regardless of your um, age or experience level and one thing that's been remarkable to me um, to witness within this space is how accepting um, the artists are of everyone else that's coming into the space and how they really um, work together to help each other and so they'll accept you and they will um, help and support you uh, regardless of what your age is or what your experience level is. And I think that's, that's pretty, that's an amazing, amazing thing, but yeah, everything we've talked about, I think uh, it's the, it's the same for everyone regardless of experience or um, time in the space or their age.
0: Completely agree. And Joshua, did you have anything that you wanted to share on that?
2: Not really anything that I haven't already said. I don't want to repeat myself, but I think it's been all good advice. And uh, I, I will say Lauren just had a mic drop moment. If you were listening, definitely emulate what she was saying.
0: A hundred percent. Yep, absolutely. Um, and there are definitely, um, for those starting off or those that have been in the space for a while, lots of good things, whether it's something that you've heard for the first time or that reminder, you know, that we've heard um, time and time again, just being authentic and finding your group and supporting them. Those, I know it sounds simple, but that's those are some keys to success for sure. And we have one more person um, with their hand up that we haven't heard from that I think we'll have time to go ahead and visit with. Um, OMG Visuals, how are you this morning?
19: Hello. Hi, Emma. How are you? Hello, Alpha. Hello, Joshua. Thank you for the opportunity you guys gave me. Uh, My name is Omid. Uh, I'm a photographer, astrophotographer from Iran. Uh, first of all before I ask my question from Alpha I would like to thank few people uh, that helped me with the video I created today for the International Mother Language Day. Uh, I like to ask uh, I'd like to thank Diana Iris Subud Mili uh, Gianluca they really helped me to create this video this contribution video to all the people in the community that uh, are not native English speaker and try their best to communicate with uh, one another and expand their world in the community.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing.
19: And uh, also I would like to ask uh, Alpha, about the uh, space that uh, he had a few days ago, about that uh, he's purchasing art and not tokens. Uh, I think because of the time zone, a lot of people couldn't hear it uh, well. Uh, there was also a recording. But uh, I would like to ask something uh, about the new artist and about the persons that are uh, uploading their first collection, uh, what is the best way to connect with uh, collectors? And I mean, uh, in a way uh, that we, uh, we will not bother them uh, and don't be annoying. What is the way? What is the best way, you think, to connect with the collectors?
1: I would say, um, I mean, I think that's what we've been talking about for the last, uh, you know, two and a half hours really is to um, focus on um, building relationships, um, building um, really a network of people that you are supporting and that are supporting you and um, not focusing so much on, you know, trying to do anything that might it's really easy to do something that might uh, be a negative for you, um, and that might actually set you back. And so, don't get so wor- so concerned about that as just trying to build some relationships. Make sure you've got your stuff set up the right way. Make sure that when you have when a collector does look at your work, that it's going to be something that it's complete. Everything that needs to be done is done. And so they can buy it right then. Um, they don't have to contact you and say, "Hey, you're missing this or that." Um, you know, there's some real simple things like that that'll help you tremendously. Um, make sure your links are all set up right; that it's easy for a collector to find your work, and um, then just concentrate your energy, literally, on um, helping other people, supporting other people, learning. Um, you know, be active and um share and i think uh, if you follow those those things you will find the collectors or the collectors more than likely the collectors will find you and i think if that's the route it's a it's might be a better route for you so instead of you necessarily having to go and find the collectors and somehow force your work in front of them um you do everything like we've been talking about today you do these things then the collectors um I think they're gonna come and find you.
19: So uh, to sum up your word uh, the selling uh, is only a destination, but it's not important as the journey that we are having in a community.
1: Yeah, I think that's a I mean, I think that's a fair uh, summation that the selling the sale itself is actually it's kind of a byproduct of who you are, and um, it's not necessarily, if you focus strictly on selling something, I think you're going to have a harder time selling it. Um, there's an there's a easier, better route to it, and um, I think that's what we've been talking about today. And so um, fortunately, I think this has been recorded, so um, anyone that hasn't been able to um, hear it, they can come back and listen to it. And um, there's, I think definitely there's some speakers that have um, talked today that have had just like literally um, earth shattering um, comments that they've made. And uh, one of the hugest comments that I've heard in a a long time is let's stop talking about shilling and start talking about sharing. And I think if we can do that as a, a community, it's, it changes the entire perspective of this and um, makes it way easier to understand. So I'm really excited about how this space has went today. And so I appreciate every single person that has been here and just a really fast uh, recap for me. Um, I think the biggest uh, thing I learned from today's space is that we should be sharing and not shilling Um Josh made an incredible point when he talked about treating others like you want to be treated. I think if you live by that in life, you're going to be successful. And I know that if you live by it in this space, you're going to be successful. I mean, it's a, it's one of those universal principles that we want to make sure we don't ever forget. We want to focus on building natural relationships, stay authentic, um, and stay completely true to yourself so that it's your passion that you're not trying to adapt yourself to somebody else's passion because that doesn't really um, work and then make it really easy to find yourself. Um, I think if you do those things, you're going to be on a um, pathway to success.
2: Emma, do we have time for me to say something real quick? Yes, please do. Okay. Um, I I will be brief. Uh, The, I think that the, uh, and thanks for bringing that back up alpha it's a really good it's a good mentality to have because even if you don't necessarily attract people everyone you're not going to win not everyone's going to like you obviously you can rest easy knowing that you've tried your your best um but on the subject of connecting with collectors i I think there's a stigma and we've tried to me and my co-hosts on our space tried to really um try to promote a culture or an attitude where just because like for instance alpha you're you're a collector just because you're a collector doesn't mean i'm going to treat you differently than anyone else in the space you just come from a different angle within the space you're an individual you're a human being just like myself um and in a way we are connected because you appreciate art i create art um and then there are some that are doing both uh so I think you have to change, and I don't know why this stigma has occurred, but you have to change your mentality of what of, of how you look at collectors, um, and not that they shouldn't be. I mean, I, they're not gods necessarily, but they, they they are like they are individuals that help move the space forward. So keep it in its right place, but at the same time, I, I think that it's really it needs to be said uh, that you can't you shouldn't treat them as necessarily special. Um, over say anyone else if you do that you're going to find it much easier to create a relationship a friendship and there's been countless of collectors specifically that have come into spaces have have talked and have said that hey one of the things that they value most about collecting a piece of art is the ability to have that one-on-one relationship with the artist so why are you as an artist waiting for that collector to come and buy a piece from you before you create that relationship I'm not saying that collector is necessarily going to buy a piece from you, but why is it predicated on whether or not you have a relationship?
1: Yeah, I think that's an incredible point. And definitely, um, yeah, um, we're all just people. and We're all people in a space. And so we may be, um, well, we all come from different backgrounds and um, we live in all different parts of the world. But we're just people, and so it's just so important. Um, if we really focus on relationships and um, building those relationships, I think uh, it's going to and and sharing instead of shielding. I think we're all going to be uh, more successful. I thought it'd be it might be fun right before we end. I might tell you um, some things that you might not want to do, um, and these are directly from uh, experience. So things that um, probably aren't going to be successful for you. Um, it's never successful to demand someone buy something from you. Um, I get those. Uh, unfortunately, I get those messages every day where it's basically literally a demand that I buy their work. Um, kind of turns me off. Sometimes people beg me to buy it or try to guilt me into buying it. Um, those things don't really work. And I thought I'd tell you um, a kind of a funny story that uh, I got um, or a a message I got one day. Um, Somebody sent me a message and they said, my dog's testicles have swollen. And I said, well, I'm really, really sorry to hear that. And um, they responded by saying, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're going to explode if you don't buy a piece of my art today. And I said, well, um, I'm really sorry to hear it, but I don't really know if that's the, the best solution for your problem. And over the course of that day, I got 20 different messages um, for about this uh, situation. And, um, of course, it was it's not necessarily funny and definitely not funny if it's real. And finally, I just said, send me a picture <laughs> because I was curious. I wanted to see if it, and that ended the, uh, ended the entire discussion. So, um, uh, it, there, there's ways to go about it and there's ways not to. And obviously that's a extreme example, but, um, I think, uh, you know, there was a, a thing where we talked about, you know, common sense sometimes isn't common. And so just, uh, you know, you can't you can't guilt somebody into something, you can't force somebody into something, and so just being a good person is probably a a good start at being able to to share and um to start uh and that'll lead to sales. Just being being a just a genuinely good nice person and uh, treating people like you would want to be treated. I think it's just a huge thing. So again, I want to say thank you to everyone. Thank you for everyone that spoke. I apologize to everyone that didn't get to because there was a, um, we had a lot of requests through the entire space and um, I wish we could have gotten to everyone. Um, So thank you again. Thank you, Joshua. I uh, have so much respect for you and um, appreciate your insights and your experience in the space so much. And so thank you for, uh, joining us today. I really, really appreciate it. So I guess, uh, Emma, I'll turn it back over to you.
0: Thank you, Alpha. Uh, Joshua, did you have anything you wanted to share?
2: Um, I, I just I think that this is a great uh, this is uh, this space specifically really stands for a lot of the same values obviously all the same values that, that I have is just kind of disseminating the information uh, and, and letting the people know and not and not gatekeeping or keeping certain things from individuals. I mean, it, it is a matter of, Hey, here's the facts. Now, what do you do with it? And it does mean after the space that you should probably re-listen to it um, and really sound it down in your heart and mind and figure out a pathway that's going to work best for you. And probably the best way to look at this is what are your goals and like I said before, what does Web3 mean to you? Um, and then once you've figured out the answer and those goals, all right, now what are the steps in which you can take to reach those goals and reach that that uh, definition of what you look at as Web3? Um, but no, I think that uh, from now on, I'll be saying sharing. You won't see Shil on my thread anymore, um, for sure. I, th- I want to thank Joe for bringing that up. Um I also want to thank all the people. There was a lot of people that came up and spoke that English is not their first language. And um I wanna thank them specifically because I, I don't speak another language and it's it's brave enough coming up here and speaking on a stage uh with a lot of people that you don't even know. Um, and then also it not be your birth tongue. Um I can't imagine what you go through as an individual doing that. So it's a beautiful thing. And I'm just honored to be a part of, of that all. Um, I hope in the future, maybe spaces will have some kind of thing where we can translate uh, so that they can speak in their own language or really express themselves truly how they feel, because I know that this is an, it, it's inhibiting their ability to do so right now. Um, but yeah, uh, I also want to thank Meta Jungle and Alpha uh, for putting on this space and also including me in it. Um, it really means a lot. Uh, and yeah, with that, I hope everyone has a great day. And as I always say, be kind to all.
0: So good, Joshua. Thank you so much. And again, thank you so much. I'm sorry that I know there's a lot of folks out in the audience that have requested and I'd love to hear from you. So I'm sorry that we do have a hard stop today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And please, uh, this is recorded. Share it with your friends. Let's spread the word. We're done with shilling and now it's sharing. Um, But Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Mad respect for you, Josh, and appreciation. So thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Have a great day, guys.